0: This episode of Two True Freaks is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. InStockTrades.com offers 37% off all major publishers. InStockTrades.com offers free shipping for orders over $50. Most orders are shipped within 48 hours, and there are thousands of titles currently in stock. That's InStockTrades.com. And be sure to tell them Two True Freaks sent you. True True Freaks reaches thousands of listeners each and every month. If you would like to sponsor an episode, please stay tuned after this show for details.
1: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a great adventure took place.
2: I'm going to regret this. This is ridiculous. Don't be
0: alarmed. It's only a laser sword fight.
3: Star
4: Tours announces the boarding of the Endor Express, non-stop Star Speeder service to the Moon of
0: Endor. All passengers, please prepare for immediate boarding. No! Cannot get your ship <laughs>
3: Lando
0: Calrissian is a positive role model in the realm of science fiction
5: fans. Fuck Lando Calrissian. And now, together by live simulation via the internet, Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell. We would be honored if you would join us.
6: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Star Wars Monthly Monday number 22. I'm Chris Honeywell, and this month, Scott Gardner is off in Florida job hunting. Um... I'm a little behind on the next episode of Star Wars Monthly Monday, so in the spirit of laziness, I have hacked together the audio portions of our two Dragon Con panels that we did last year. Uh, one was a Clone Wars panel, and one was uh, an adults' theme panel. I'm sure you've heard us talk about them a bunch of times, and we've had YouTube videos of them up. But I thought a lot of people probably haven't. You know, watch the whole YouTube videos. They're, you know, they're an hour long, and a lot of people don't like to sit and stare at their computer screen or, or have them running. So I figured it'd be good to put them in podcast form all together in one spot. So we'll start out with the uh, Clone Wars panel, which is child friendly, and then we'll move to the Adult Themes panel, which is definitely not family friendly. So, um, you know, Dragon Con 2010 is coming up and about a month away when this would be on, so um, enjoy. There was a lot of fun stuff happening, especially in the adult adult one. Um, and the first one, of course, is when we uh, first met uh, George Kirstick, the Clone Wars writer, so that one's very interesting also. So, without further ado, it is uh, time, it's a, the
7: Death Star is in range
8: now start. <laughs> oh, right. right. right, <clears throat> Come on in, everybody. Keep coming in. You're the expert. <laughs> We're
7: going to try to get started here. we got a rowdy group of panelists up here today, and I'm going to let them um, introduce themselves. I'm Todd. I don't know. Anybody go to the Mr. Star Wars thing last night? Anybody? Woo! Yeah, a few. Well, I'm the crusty old man, by the way, so that was me. So just so you know, I'm Hi, out of mask today. <laughs> I think I got jipped I think I had second, but that's me. But anyway, um, uh, we're here to have fun today, maybe learn a little bit, and we've got a special surprise at the end, maybe, um, And we're going to talk about, but uh, let the panelists go ahead and introduce themselves, and we'll go down through there. Oh, me first, okay.
8: Yeah. Hi, I'm Scott Gardner. I'm the co-host of the Two True Freaks podcast, where on the first Monday of every month, we talk Star Wars, and we specifically cover the Clone Wars series. We're experts in air quotes because we do it very much off the cuff with not a lot of research or anything. We just kind of watch the show and then breeze through it. So.
6: I'm Chris Honeywell. I'm his co-host. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're not big Wikipedia. You know, I can tell you who the second associate producer of Clone Wars is, but... <coughs> We've been there since 1977. We're ready to talk Star Wars, and we can talk Star Wars. Talk. We, this can't is a three-hour panel, talk. right? Oh. No, no. <laughs> they told me to watch these two guys. All right, you
1: over here on my right. Uh, I'm Glenn Stein. Uh, I'm a contributor to uh, Republic Forces Radio Network. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
3: I remember. Uh, I just a fan. <coughs> Hi, I'm Anthony
4: Boyster. Um I'm the founder of the international costuming organization, the uh, Jedi Assembly. And uh, last year I was named the most obsessed Star Wars fan by Chronicle Books. Right.
6: <laughs> I, uh,
2: <laughs> Who's the second associate producer
3: of Star Wars? <laughs> I, <laughs> but I'm
4: like these guys. I'm just a fan, you know. I, I, my knowledge is limited, but uh, true fans at
7: 77. That's yeah, the whole thing. Everybody on this panel is just like you guys, so y'all may know more than some of these guys. Actually. Absolutely. So, this is a we're going to try to bounce it back and forth, too, uh, tell them what you don't like, what you do like, and all that. Uh, but uh, I guess we can let these guys kind of get an overview, or you want to start with a question? How y'all guys want to handle
8: it? I would like to know if anyone in the room has vegetables to throw. <laughs> oh, oh, no. oh, all right. Security. All right. Hey, move these guys to the back. Hey,
3: hey.
7: Um
8: Life, Take uh, okay.
7: Anybody got a question that maybe one of these guys can answer? Question? Meaning of life. Meaning of life. No, wrong wordy,
3: two. <laughs> <laughs> <not about the laughs> crossing
8: the streams. Crossing the Speaking of crossing the streams, I just want to mention the, the fella in the Star Trek shirt back here. This is awesome, man. I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying this is great because this is something we talk about and preach about on our shows about two worlds. Two get worlds. Along. Getting, to, getting along and coming together. It's awesome. <laughs> Right. My question is basically,
9: when is the first season of
3: uh,
7: Clone Wars coming out
3: on DVD? I think it's November. First yeah. November. Tuesday yeah. November. November third yeah. is what we told, which is my birthday. So
6: happy birthday. it. Yes. So exactly.
7: anybody, anybody? else? We have got a question. Back. Back in the bag.
5: Um,
10: well, uh, what, what's coming up with the Clone Wars? I, I have no idea. I'm kind of out of the loop. I haven't had internet access for about two months. Ooh. Oh, wow. Boy. We, okay? we, take a, we have a
7: three-hour show to catch you up. Oh <laughs> i sending him to triage. We, we need to get him. Have you seen one of the flyers, the Rise of the Bounty Hunters? Do yes. you have one? Okay, good. But,
6: what do you guys uh, October 2nd. Okay. It starts according to this.
8: <laughs> I went to... Uh, to Star Wars weekends. Has anybody ever been to Star Wars weekends yes. here? Oh, awesome, yeah. awesome. And they had the uh, there was the Clone Wars TV thing and Ahsoka was there and Obi-Wan was there and they showed a trailer but they specifically asked you please do not film this trailer or whatever. So I'll tell you what I remember which is Obi-Wan is getting a girlfriend and that looks
1: very cool. Um, I think that's corporate. sort of their h- they're They're making it look like that. I yeah. Think, I think they're and especially have Anakin's quote where he specifically says that. But I think yeah, that's a girl that, that, that Obi-Wan has met before. I'm not sure if this is the person that was uh, mentioned in the book.
11: because he did have a girlfriend at one point.
1: Right. He had a past relationship a very long time ago and he was very, I guess, separated. But, you know, unlike uh, Anakin, who is not uh, into that.
8: The, the scene they show is very funny where they show several scenes of Obi-Wan and her talking, and you can tell that there's a definite sexual tension between them and something. You know, there's sparks flying and all. No kissy scenes or anything like that, but then at one point there's a big action scene and Obi-Wan says, I'll, do, I'll go do this. You go save your girlfriend. And he goes, okay. And he starts running. and he goes, oh, right, hey, I can wait. And he turns around and it's, it's just a totally hilarious scene, so there's, there's, it's really going to be played up, and that looks very funny. Anybody else a question? Okay.
10: I, I don't know if I, I don't actually read any of the extended universe, so is that the episode in last season? The, is that the first time that Cat band has ever been seen? To yes. my knowledge, I yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah.
8: To my knowledge, I just got caught up through. I'm for the show. I'm reading through the extended universe, and I'm up through at this point um, through Revenge of the Sith and I'm working on Order 66. I'm, I'm trying to get up to speed as quickly as possible. And I'm finding that mm-hmm. I'm really having to keep my very anal retentive, you know, I want everything to fit in nice little sequences in check because the, I'm finding that the Clone Wars stuff doesn't quite fit the way that a lot of the other Later, you know, original trilogy stuff does kind of seem to nicely fit. In well, the he movie. led me into that one, didn't he? Yeah. Hey,
7: who has complaints about what the Clone Wars? is there anything that's off-centered, anything like that? Does anybody have? Here we go. All right. So I went to
12: the movie theater and I was like, "This is gonna be the best thing ever." And I almost walked out because, like, in one of the scenes, they have Anakin flying by Ahsoka or something like that, and they're like 20 feet away from each other, and he can't find her. I'm like, "And you tell me you can't feel her? Like, what?" I I raged so hard over that for about a month. Like, I was like, "This is retarded." The question
6: or his answer? <laughs> okay, here's his question. There was a scene in the movie where um, Anakin and Ahsoka flew by each other about 20 feet away, and Anakin didn't see her and couldn't feel her. Could, yeah. You know, you, you'd think a Jedi would um, would be able to sense her or at least be aware of where all his fellow Jedis are in, yeah. in the... aura when Duce gets the backpack, that's supposed to have uh, the
12: Java Hut son in it, and he thinks he killed us. Like, no, he would know if there's something in it. If there's the something in it. Right. Correct. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah, well, there's the willing suspensions of disbelief. But then, yes. yet, I still watch it, so... Yeah. Well, <laughs> disbelief is that he would be able to...
4: Yes. The yes. Road of the hut was there. Well, another thing you were talking about is one more movie. Uh, that just completely, I was like, what
3: the heck is this? Mm-hmm. Is the Truman Capote job of the Hutt's uncle? <laughs> 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 you know, uh, zero the
6: Hutt. I you think know, like, that's annoying, but at least it's consistent with George Lucas as of late. Yeah. You know, there has to be at least one character that everybody's going to absolutely hate. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing his That's actually, I think. And he's grown on me since then, so. Actually, uh, yes, sir,
3: right here in front. Um, I like of the,
6: like the
11: <laughs> do, you, do you feel that uh, the characters in the Clone Wars are really living, filling in the gap? Um, to give you an example, do you feel that they're actually taking Anakin a little further down the dark path as opposed to you know, the sudden jump from light side to dark side? Did y'all hear that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Y'all heard
7: the question? Mm-hmm. He's basically asking all the characters that are in the show actually pulling him to dark or light side. So I don't think they're doing enough. Yeah, I uh, think they just sure. take little they're baby steps. So it it seems and then, uh, do you
11: think it would benefit the character and the, the, the canon line to kill off a show botanical? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Well, yes.
6: eventually <laughs> she's going to be killed if... if, if Unless
1: somehow she escaped, like, Obi-Wan. Not killing her is a major, major cop-out. Yeah, no. yeah, She
6: just said
3: well, my daughter's favorite
1: character is a Well, lots of people have their favorite character, and their favorite character dies. Like, uh, you, you've seen Harry Potter, you know, Dumbledore died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Uh-huh. If yeah. you don't know, too bad. Know In the back of the ring? Oh, yes, sir. Could just so die too? You know. He's definitely less whiny. Uh, uh,
7: Anakin's older. less whiny now. He's a better actor.
8: He's drawn better. Yeah. Well, uh, to go back to your point about uh, Anakin being dark, um, I cannot remember for the life of me who it was I saw recently in an interview saying they're specifically staying away from that. They're very much approaching this as. Good Anakin Skywalker. So we may see little teases, and I just rewatched the series before this, and there was one episode where he said a complete Darth Vader line, but in a, to- a different tone. So it was a nice little aside. You can see he's headed there, and we all know it. So they're not really going to play to that as much as they did with the tr- the prequel movies. This is very much, you know. This generation's Luke Skywalker. So it makes I think w- when you watch this and he's very heroic, and then you go back and you rewatch Revenge of the Sith, every time you do that, it makes that transition that more jarring and that more like, oh, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" You, see, you
6: know what I mean? I I found this this show sort of walking a fine line with. Um, being for adults and for kids you know it's on the it's it's animated it's on the cartoon network yet it's at night and characters die in it they, you know there's clone troopers dying in 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 the um, prequel trilogies you know troopers would get mowed down by the thousands but they didn't really establish many of them as characters and in this one they're really sort of establishing that the clone troopers do have their individual personalities and, and, and haircuts. Oh, yeah. And uh, and there's even one point where there's a rogue clone trooper who actually is is evil and turns against them, which I thought was very interesting because I thought they
1: were sort of hardwired to follow orders. And, and uh, I thought yes, that was but very that interesting work, thing. It was kind of an interesting episode until you think about how did this clone trooper get contacted by a Saj Ventress? How did she sort of infiltrate and sort of you know get a mm-hmm. you know How did she get her like five minutes to convince him to become you know a traitor and stuff? Like that? I mean, there's this there's no intro into how how he you know was he out on a single mission? And he got isolated and they found him or, or something? You know, sort of one of those sort of like little alien things you know where somebody goes off by themselves and they come back and they're like oh fine nothing happened.
3: Yeah,
1: Yet they have like you know a, a, a you on know, Facebook or inside, but. In the the show, it's like, oh, made a good story. But if you think about it, how how did that happen? How could that have happened? And I think a lot of the issues that a lot of people like, like me, have with the show is that on an individual episode, each individual episode works within that sort of 22 minutes. But those 22 minutes really don't work. You know, the the five minutes before those 22 minutes, and maybe the five minutes after those 22 minutes, don't really work and they really don't work in the whole big scheme of, of Star Wars. I, the other universe or other I clone like, like sort of having some of that stuff vague so that we
6: have <laughs> stuff to sit around and talk about, like, you know, maybe a clone trooper, since they they're programmed, did. they can be reprogrammed a little easier. Uh, using, we'll keep moving. moving. We got ah, another question right here from young yeah, gentleman. Um, there's a different series of Clone
7: Wars. Um, there's two
3: of them. They used to be two of them that
13: yeah. were different, with one was Asajj Ventress, where Anakin kills her, and where the second one were, did they get it from how team um, P- was locked up in Revenge of the Sith from that
3: second Clone Wars cartoon?
1: Those, those Clone Wars cartoons never happened. <laughs> 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 I, think, I believe that's the official, uh, that's sort of the official uh, opinion out that, that the, uh, those didn't happen. They were sort of a uh, a sort of a child's perspective of what may have happened.
2: Worth to hear that. Yeah.
1: Other places. I've, I've heard a similar thing that it
4: was actually supposedly non-canon, even though it leads up to episode three at the very end of the micro series.
1: Because the micro series conflicted with uh, labyrinth of evil. <laughs> But but did you did you enjoy the micro
4: series? Yeah, I enjoyed So I thought it was a little darker. You know,
7: I think yes. the key is is it seems like George is trying to bring in the next generation, and they're not thinking about it. They're enjoying the cartoon. Right. So at this point, I mean, you know, we'll just keep moving on. We've got another question. Um,
11: you question the level of canon of the current Clone Wars? Because I know I know it's T e level canon, but it just doesn't seem like we like several seasons. Actually, it's between the time for of two and three.
10: And um, like things like does Ahsoka actually exist in the whole Star Wars universe? Mean, it's just you question the level of canon. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I hadn't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in episode two, where Obi Wan, oh, sorry, when Obi Wan tosses to Yoda in front of the junglings, there is the same species as Ahsoka in part of the junglings. so she so could as is Canada. it is in canon. The
3: question
8: is, what is Canon is anything that was on film or in print with the Lucasfilm logo on it. That's my stance on it. And it offends me personally that George has tried to back off on a lot of that stuff. Who here remembers the Star Wars holiday special? When oh, it, it never happened. I don't care what George says. I was in front of the television set in 1978. It happened. It <laughs> happened.
3: <laughs> I
5: wish it well, didn't. Did <laughs> <you> <laughs> I on have one <laughs> of the
3: old B the monster ones, <laughs> ones. I take, you know, what I do. I waited the
9: whole damn day for that show to come on and it. did
3: so it. Sir, <laughs> sure,
7: gentleman in blue. Yeah. Yeah.
10: Yeah. Ask your question. <pressure? laughs> uh, uh, did you pressure him to make it maybe 45 minutes to an hour? <laughs> We, we have yeah that. We, i wish we had that control but we're just the fans
1: like you we'd make it two hours you
7: know oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I agree <laughs> that i think that they would do better to, to have
1: two-part yeah. episodes and not single art not 2 story art two you know episode arcs. have a two-part episode yeah, they need to do it's that ago, yeah. But
14: yeah. Yeah. instead of ending' like 18 no, they, episode, do, no, they yeah. do
1: they do arcs that are single episodes that are throwing out like the <laughs> Trialog trilogy with three episodes but and those were very closely connected. But like the Dooku captured and the one after that. The malevolence. There wasn't, you know, it ended. Mm-hmm. They, you know, had sort of escaped. They got away. The, the, uh, the malevolence ones, the uh, mm-hmm. the droid ones. The droid ones yes. you
2: know,
1: they're, conne- they're connected, but they don't really end with like a cliffhanger. Each episode yeah. would work on its own. The blue shadow virus is a big one. It sort of ends. And then you have the mystery of a thousand moons, which, mm-hmm. you know, you could have the whole, not even had that episode at all, the mystery of a thousand moons. You would have had a closed story in the first episode. I did like seeing the Angel of Diego. Yes, sir. I'll, I'll have a, uh,
14: music. Uh, speaking of like the kind of reconciliation of things, the um, star, star Wars Dark Horse comic line Republic has also basically took the years of the Clone Wars and kind of did all that and had the transition. And it's kind of interesting to see in a cartoon that they draw from stuff, but they also don't um, always match up. Like how Anakin gets a star, I guess in the macro, in the micro series, there it was Ventress that uh, gave it to him, but in a totally different uh, way than um, they got it in the comics. He actually her in the comics on uh, Khorasan, and he her off. In the comics, actually went through a great, great effort to have him be a hero, but also to have these choices where you can see him making hard decisions, which was also in, in behind the comics They put him in situations. Where he'd be forced to make these hard decisions, so he was just getting in the nature of making these, and that I think is what we're not seeing in the Clone Wars cartoon is so much as the Palpatine forcing Anakin to make tough choices. And it is not one choice that's making him dark, but it's the it's, it's just the, the, the it's a series of things, yeah. where he's bearing all this responsibility. Everyone is like turning to him as like you are just this awesome guy, you can carry us through this, and he's got to make. And so what do you guys feel about are, are you guys even familiar with that Dark Wars comic line, which I thought was actually very well done. Is probably one of the better Star Wars comic lines that have ever been done. And they introduced a lot of the Jedi. And they kind of introduced a slew of uh, more, more of the back history and the kind of the underbelly of, of the kind of universe as a whole that was going
6: on. Well, I think with the comics, a lot of times the comics are not aimed as much as the what at the wide pop culture as comics readers, and the comics readers who are reading Star Wars comics are the ones very, you know, we know a lot about it, and we're really looking for a serious story. So I think the comics are a lot of times more serious, more actually better focused and better plotted out than, say, a TV show, but a TV show's got to appeal to
7: a wider audience
14: audience and which would you say to carry more? Because when they click, which would you say carry more cannon weight? Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, I think
1: the TV because show. George, a lot of people think that because George is involved much more directly with the TV show, that's the TV show. But I say you really should just decide on your own mind. And Absolutely. Unfortunately, sure, everybody in here, we'd all have our own story. It yeah. would all go a different yeah. way.
7: Why not? So we'd all take it in a different direction. So, I mean, that's the key. And like I said, I think the cartoon series, just in my opinion, is bringing a whole new. Breathe from our our kids into it, and if that's what he's doing, he's doing a good job at it, in my opinion. So, just uh, had a young man over here first, and then I got one in the back next.
6: Um,
15: in the Star Wars, the Clone Wars movie, you saw of the Hut, on the of
3: the sun. Is that the last time you're ever going to see him? Or I don't know.
8: I think that there's they're purposely setting up several characters because one thing I think that George is very, very good at is winding us up. He knows the things that are going to pique our curiosity, stick in our craw, that sort of thing and he's given us Ahsoka that we're going to wonder about for years What where's what, Ahsoka hey, what, what happened to Ahsoka? Ahsoka. What see? happened to I can't ever get the kid's name right and there's a couple other characters like that that you know are in the original Jar Jar you know in the in the prequels not in the original so there's a lot of speculation, I think, that's done purposely to keep us interested. You know, we, we might focus on a particular Do you character. think George does
1: pre-planning? I think he does very much. Like, know. Mike, he certainly didn't know that Luke and but, Leia were, were brother and sister in, in 1977. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this about him. I do Darth Vader was his father. Success. I can it's pretty so much so guarantee that. you that. Here's, I mean, he might have known that. But. Here's,
6: here's my only piece of insider Star Wars information I ever got. Is year, about, probably it was about 1994. Um, I was in San Francisco talking to a guy who was good friends with Marsha Lucas, and he was telling me, well, she was over at the house and she was complaining about how, you know, George was doing this, and, and she told him, well, he's planning on doing three more Star Wars movies, and he's crazy because he's going to write and direct all of them. So that was in 1994, so six years let you know, he, and... Even before that, he must have been thinking about it. She said he got out his old notebook and he's he's writing uh, the scripts himself and he's going to direct it. And I
3: thought
6: well, that's a bad. Well, idea. I have to say that wasn't
1: really <laughs> inside information because um, I was, lo- I was looking back. <laughs> oh, well, I was looking back at like an uh, old issue of uh, the Lucasfilm Fan Club magazine, mm-hmm. um, and I believe it was looking at 1993 issue it was the earliest oh. one that I could find. Oh. and it said that in terms of writing the Zahn novels. That were coming, out, That they, that I think, the first two were already out at the point that this article was. But was saying they were, the reason they sort of authorized that and going into many universe is because George is going to make the sort of the opening up that part of the universe after Return of the Jedi, because George didn't really have any story after Return of the Jedi that he wanted to tell. He was going to make m- more movies. Than they were going to be, you know, the earlier before. Okay. All right, moving on. We got a young gentleman in the back of the room. Yes, sir.
11: Can you repeat, can you repeat
16: that? that?
6: Sorry, it was about the, the virus. The yeah. they survive? So. With, with their, with their, with their helmets.
8: With their helmets. So Very good genetics. you they last so long
6: without
3: the
17: helmets? Yes. Not very often know. that I
8: don't have an answer.
6: I, mean, I would assume that I
17: clones are. You left these guys to be... That's quite the
8: accomplishment. Model. Oh no, no, I can, yeah. I, I I can bowl my way through these. Oh, you know, that's my specialty on the show. Yeah.
6: The clones are. Probably bred for you know their genetics they're resistant da- yeah yeah and they've probably Bloody been tweaked and they're probably a little more resistant than say a, no- a normal person I would I would hope so anyway if you're gonna buy an expensive the elite I army read that. now
8: that you say that I think that sure. I had recently read that that the clones were I mean they were definitely tweaked to be more servile and all that, but I think they were also tweaked genetically to be more resistant to injury and disease and, yeah, I'm... I'm or at least right. Okay. Yes, sir. Back here. I'll you know,
7: bang. Yes, sir. You? And then we'll go to the back. Hey,
16: was there ever any explanation why they did two versions of Brookings?
1: Why they took out the word hell or what yes. else? Uh, I don't know if they ever explained that. I think... Maybe it's too obvious. You saw the first one too
8: obvious since then.
1: I don't know what I, one I one need one one to watch. One one. The, I actually have a recorded copy of the first yeah. yeah. one so that Word it Word should Word. have yeah. hell in it, but I haven't yeah. ever gone back and tried to it. They apparently. changed
16: it. They took
1: hell out and the, the, they did two versions of it. I know that hell was taken out, I believe, twice, wasn't it? But I, I haven't gone back to every really well. okay. okay.
7: Back to the room, yes, sir.
8: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, too. I, I could totally see it. I mean, that's the main thing he's done since Luke Skywalker, is voice acting. and uh, He's very good at he's it. He's excellent at it. <laughs> anyway, every, everybody here seen uh, Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker? Phenomenal. Phenomenal job by him. And uh, yeah, Well,
4: I, even, uh, in the, so. even in the new Arkham
6: <laughs> Asylum, Batman game,
8: he does. <laughs> oh, is he back as the Joker? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, well, I, can't, I,
6: I think he's so good. I, I've seen his name in the credits of uh, the Metalocalypse show.
3: <laughs> I can't
6: tell which character. I've been watching the show trying to figure out who's Mark Hamill, and I cannot uh, I cannot pick out his voice. So that's wow. a testament to his voice acting. Two Here.
9: questions. One, do you think we'll ever get to see Katie White, the shipyard that builds the Star Destroyers? And the second question, the only thing I, I kind of upset with George Lucas was in Star Wars 3, mm-hmm. when Padme dies with babies, And then in Return of the Jedi, Luke's talking to Leia about his mother.
1: That doesn't have anything to do with the Clone Wars. No, no. I He said that was something. (laughs) Yes, George is very bad at consistency. The the
14: Leia thing, that's a really easy explanation. Because it's not like at that time she thinks that Vader's her father, or that she was adopted. She's well, I think the,
1: the way my Luke hands. asked the question is that your real mother is not the mother that she's had. I think that he, he's he's implying that she knows that she's adopted in that question. if I said,
14: would you, do you remember your mother, your real mother? You'd be like, yeah, I remember my real mother. I mean, why
1: wouldn't I? It's like, why would mother? you? I would say, what do you mean, real mother? <laughs> yes. I would think it would yes. be my, my thing if I didn't, if I, I mean, why would you say real mother? Your, mo, what, your mother, real mother, if I knew who my, if I, I mean, I know who my mother is. If you're saying that's not, I mean, we will go move on. on. Here we go. Yes, ma'am, right here.
3: I wanted to
13: add a
7: Mark Hamill
6: place on one of the Senators on that long list. Oh, okay. So sorry. Just... No, I've okay. wanted to know for a long time. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. In the back. I have a question that's been me for a long time. In the
11: movie, um, Anakin and Ahsoka steal that freighter and crash it on Tatooine, and then you see it later in another episode. I've got a better question
8: for you, why do they keep using a yeah, stupid tramp right. frame to get around me? The, the <laughs> I, I hate that And shit. why
6: do they always end up on tattooing? We're, we're the, He and I are just, you know, there's a the million billion. Well, uh, the there have the been tattooing. seven movies, six so. of which they've been on tattooing. It's the
17: force, it's fate, you know how it is? I, I guess, <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> yes, ma'am.
13: Um, I just want to say how I am so amazed about how they slowly introduce a lot of social concepts in this show. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the question of humanity with the Clone Wars, Uh, the episode where the two Clone Troopers find little girl on Ryloth, that's a mirror image of what's going on in Darfur right now, and it's just slowly introducing children to these great global issues.
17: And I, I just I want
13: to say really I find that. that so amazing. that's one reason why I love
8: watching the show. I, I know that there's a lot of uh, a lot of criticism about the show. I know there's a lot of continuity issues. Believe me, I'm Mr. He can this. I'm mm-hmm. Mr. Continuity. The thing going on with Superman, if anybody reads Superman right now, what's going on with he that? Is driving over nuts. Stuff like that. However, it's things like this. You gotta and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite because I'm that guy, right? Mm -hmm. But you've got to kind of see past that to see what they're trying to do with the show. Because they're trying to entertain in 22 minutes, but they're also trying to do little things like that. I love that episode. Oh, yes. The other episode I love, although it's not the most entertaining episode, I like the seeds it planted is the one with the traitorous uh, clone. Because you called him evil, which I find very... Weird because I took it completely the opposite. I feel for that guy. These guys are slaves. They
3: are. They have been bred
8: to serve one purpose to die for the Republic, and they're not expected to have lives or rights or anything. I find that as the good guy's side, (gasps) whoa, what? I mean, Anakin (laughs) was a slave. You would think him, of all people, would go, this ain't right somehow. I think that's going to come to a head yeah.
1: later on, and I can't wait for it. I have a question. Before episode two came out, or you knew about episode two, who thought the Clone Wars had the clones on the side of the Republic? Did anybody really? No, yeah, no, yeah, was? no, I didn't either. That <laughs> really should be called the
8: Droid Wars. I
7: think. Yeah. 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 yeah,
8: yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Star Trek man. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, well,
3: I think like,
5: we see you now the clones now, which they both, both engineer, <coughs> a really, you know, right you at, at, that oh, point, at that point
6: in the timeline palpatine's got his fingers in all different sides and everything's so and you started of seeing the Jedi on their decline where they they're not at the peak of where they used to be
5: But Overall, the series I'm not a big fan of, but I would like to see the little minutes into, you know, uh, like some commentary. Like the one, which is probably my favorite episode of, of at least the series, is the, the George Kite, uh, uh, test-
10: where the little furry guys are like... Uh, like oh, past the strides. Or- uh-huh. uh, <coughs> oh, uh, yeah, uh, um, you know,
11: these you know, oh, are yeah, well, the funny guys. There's a little birdie there, like, well, you know, it's not great. Yeah. I I would just say, if you haven't read it, read the uh,
8: novelization of Revenge of the Sith, and you will see that Emperor Palpatine was a total SOB, and the plotting and planning to get Anakin, he totally manipulated and steered that guy, and that does not come across (laughs) in the filmed version, but the book is speaking right to what you were talking about. You sure, sit so right here in the here green. green. Yeah, uh, I was like, talking, you guys were talking about the
12: uh, the clones, like how they uh, go off on their own, like in the, you read the Public Commander novels? I'm
8: reading Order 66. Yeah, those, those yeah, are awesome. So yeah. That's
12: like what they all go about, like how one of them wants to be with like a girl or something like that I not, but uh, yeah, I, was, I heard this theory, someone told me, that, um, what was that, Palpatine learned from Plagueis how to create life and you know I'm talking about the Shmi Skywalker, what do you think about that? Yeah. <laughs> It I just want to, to get somebody's thought about that. They based that asked.
2: on. There was a point in the screenplay, according to the making of the Vendor the Sith book, that George was considering stating that Palpatine was particularly involved in the creation of Panic and Skyward. Right, which yeah, he heard that it, But he decided yeah. to abandon that because it, it, he thought it was just too wrong. Mm-hmm. And the Expanded Universe picked up on it in different, different incarnations. My take yeah, on that is that's
8: so just a cool little too much planning. Yeah, I really like that he was planned life. this whole <laughs> vast scheme that all played out and it all worked. And you can look at it and examine it and go, "Wow, <clears> this guy was just a master manipulator." But that's yeah.
6: I, I don't. I, that's yeah, just. Yeah. A, I don't think right. it fits
8: because why would Palpatine
6: create the Chosen One who's going to destroy? The Balance the wrong he's thing. He's it meant
1: one, you know, two Sith and two Jedi. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty balanced, if you ask me. That the ones that... Oh, that's right. like nine essential vitamins <laughs> and iron <myself. laughs> well, yes
8: did
3: ready.
17: Did right. I was going to say, speaking of hard contact and the other ones, um, in, in the expanded novels with the clone troopers, especially the deviant clone troopers, you want to call them deviant ones, they take the Mando culture, mm. and the Mandalorians, oh, so who trained cool. them, gave them that to give them yeah. some identity, because the Republicans are them Slaves, so the Mandalorians, realized that and, and tried to give them the Mando identity, give them the, the Mando culture, the Mando, the words, give them a the language, give them... Uh, do you think they're going to play that up at all in the clone troops? Cause I'm no, not
8: they are in the trailer I saw at yeah. Disney, um, the Mandalorians walk into the room. I want to three see or four or five. It's yeah. like That's a, a bunch of them walk into the room, and it was like the... Holy cow! So
1: it's going well, to be of uh, yeah, of the, the episode, it was it was mind blowing. It going be went nuts. So I'm glad that there are going to be Mandalorians, but the question is that we're we going to see Mandalorians on the side of the Republic. Well, at and at I think that so course. far,
8: yeah.
1: I don't think that's Remember going to happen. I think, right? I think that. I th- does anybody know what actually is sort of going to happen Does May Karen Travis um, quit? What?
2: She quit? What? What? She quit, right? yeah. what you're going to see in the Clone
12: Wars is you're going to see George's version of Mandalorians. You're not going to see Karen Travis's um, and what's be been written right. version of Mandalorians. So it's it's actually going to be a completely different take. There's going to be some elements of what we know of as Mandalorians, but it's going to be a very minor element. The, the actual chief group of Mandalorians is called the New Mandalorians, which is actually a pacifist. Yeah group of Mandalorians. I had to pause there for me to get yeah. out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll see a, two, uh, some two smaller factors of Mandalorians or, or probably the chief one. If you actually stop the the... The uh, promo they put at SDCC and probably Disney, you will see a Death Watch the sign. You're talking
8: about San Diego? Yeah. yeah they that, were is different. Same, that is the same way. Yeah. Have anybody the same seen one. the San Diego trailer? That's the trailer I saw. No, death they're different. They're,
1: they are different? They're, 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 there's a lot of stuff in similar, similar, but there were differences. Did
8: they edit some stuff? Because I audio recorded it, but I did not video record it, but I thought they were. I, I'm not arguing.
7: I'm just right. asking. No, no, they're, I'm, I'm 100% sure there were some differences, but there's a okay. lot in common. All right, well, yeah. so we we'll go back here to the man in blue. He's been waiting on for a while, and then we'll go to the man in white.
10: So. There was a question. Um, you know, um, uh, 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 Sidious uses Dooku and, and Grievous for his general, You know, and and I, what, what I was thinking was, does he does he let them know, or are are they knowledgeable that that basically um, Sidious is in control of both the
3: clones?
1: And Grievous definitely isn't and I'm not really sure about these i wondered wondered about that myself in the Grievous novelization was. was he did know which I had major
8: problems with but mm-hmm. I have some other issues with that novelization as well but I was shocked to find that out in mm-hmm. the novelization I would, did, for Re- yes, uh, Revenge is. of the Sith that he for Revenge of the
1: Sith that Dooku did know mm-hmm. that uh Palpatine was Darth But of course it's not clear if it's, you know, if he knows that Ravinda is a Sith one, did he actually find out? So, well, it just but seems
8: like they're going through a lot of hard work for nothing. You know, and, I mean, uh, I
1: don't know. It just, I mean, it, it's an inter- interesting dynamic. That, that right, the question would be, is what, what does Duke, you think he's going to get out of it? Which is, you know, explored in the in the novels and the books that uh, he thinks there's going to be a sort of big Sith army and stuff. But, yeah. um, well, you I know, that's, that's, that's not really not That's not really, nothing's really come out. It's very unclear. Um, what the separatists are after is, is my biggest issue. Uh, one of the issues I have because at Disney, um, before the trailer for the season two, you know, Ahsoka came out and talked about here, are the, you know, the, you know, these are the separatists. They're the bad guys, and they want to take over the galaxy. And I'm like, I just thought they wanted free trade.
3: <laughs> when,
1: did, when, did they, when, you know, when did they start trying to take over the galaxy and have all these weapons of mass destruction and all this stuff? Like I mean, Duke Palpatine. Knows. I mean, Palpatine doesn't want the Republic wiped out. Why is he having <laughs> the whole galaxy wiped out? Why is he having them do that?
17: See, Dooku it would explain his sudden outrage right at the very end when when um, Palpatine orders right. Anakin to kill him. Dooku is yep. surprised, and you right. would think that Dooku would think, "Wait a minute." I thought I was. I thought we were supposed to bring him with us and right, start this right. new that, Sith right.
6: Empire. There's music. actually a line in the comic adaption that's probably from the novelization and maybe the script that they gave him at some time where, du- you know, Dooku looks at the Emperor and says, "Well, what? This is this isn't what you said was going to yeah. happen, or why? Why are you doing this?" I so? think he
17: knew, but I didn't think he understood the whole plan. Then I think right. he was a in sure. the animated
2: series concerning Dooku and Absad wans that massage is never revealed exactly that she's studying to be a Sith under Duke.
8: No, she was denied by him in one of the novels. But then there's another novel that, and I think even in the show, she, yeah. she he has said referred to her as his apprentice. Yeah. So yeah, there isn't. But he says also yeah.
2: that he can't reveal that fact to, to <laughs> Sidious, or he'll kill both of them. Right.
7: Certainly yeah. yes, yeah, okay.
5: Well, uh, I actually want to agree with what you said a few minutes ago. That at the end of three the Force is balanced because they're two, yes. two Jedi. That's fantastic dramatic irony. However, George Lucas himself has said in interviews
10: flatly that Vader fulfills the prophecy of balance of the Force when he kills the Emperor at the end of the Return of the Jedi, which doesn't make sense to me anyway, <laughs> hey, but that's what he says.
8: <laughs> I think that is the Force is balanced at that point because Luke, although he is a Jedi and conceivably the sole remaining Jedi, He's a clean slate. I mean, he really hasn't gone through like the academy and all this stuff. I mean, right. which uh, I know is a nitpick for a lot of people. Is like, you know, we see this well, academy in the prequels, but then Luke spends you know twenty minutes on Dagobah <laughs> and, uh, and Empire, and how does he a Jedi out of that? Well, I think that that's calculated. I think I, that he's supposed to be. I've
6: always had the theory that at, at, at Luke is almost more of a pure Jedi. Right. I think um, when you see the the, the prequel trilogy you're seeing the jedi when they've gotten to a point of almost bureaucracy and right. where they're almost relying more on science than metaphysics I and and that's sort of their downfall corrupt, is they they're t- corrupt they're, they're corrupt and they take they uh, just I as the um... dooku says it or not dooku but the, the emperor says it i think people are,
2: are placing too much emphasis on people that wield the force being the, the jedi in and the force itself right what, he, what the prophecy says is balance the force now the Sith disrupt the living force, right. and so to bring it into balance, the Chosen One came into the galaxy to bring balance to the Force, to bring balance is? to the Jedi, or bring balance to the Sith. That's yes, the fact right. that has to be understood. Right. The, the wielders of the Force are the point. Force itself. It's everything that has life in the galaxy is the Force, representative right. the tree and in the rock. And an yeah, interesting
6: thing right. is, I notice <laughs> on here it says this Cad Bane his gear is specifically designed to counteract the Force, which, uh, you know, there's that's, so a, that's a strange thing, you know, that there's a, a sort of, in the um, original trilogy, the Force was metaphysics. It was, you know, it had its resonance in all sorts of religions beyond the physical, and Episode one just started the whole midi and of course being a physical thing that could be physically altered rather than something done Mentally
17: well, you have you have creatures that have like resistance on the thousand thousand scale right. some of the expanding universe allows you to mask yourself So you you right. could use living creatures like the ismaru have you pronounce yeah. it? The moisters and the thousand and all of these incorporate them in technology to give you an advantage against the mm-hmm. Cortis frick and what's the other one now man? We've got the best and Frick is the alloys that can deflect lightsabers? And just, I mean, so oh. you can, in theory, use nature, combat, combine it with technology to create a resistance, but they are not going to be able to stop the Jedi. I mean, I mean the, the older of the Force can crush yeah. you.
4: You mentioned, okay, Cad Bane. How many, how, how many in here like Cad Bane? Yeah. Awesome. Uh-huh. How, what do the, the kids think? Because I mean, oh my kids love I mean, I have a five-year-old. I have a five-year-old. I see the Clone Wars through my son's eyes now. And yesterday in the Mr. Not Star Wars, the Star Wars costume contest, there's Cad Bane. I'm like a five-year-old. I'm like, oh, there's Cad Bane.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cad Bane, can I have
14: my picture made? With you? <laughs> yes, sir. You me? Well, on the back of the balancing. Yoda at the end of the novelization, it was kind of touched on the movie, but in the novelization, he realizes that he was almost the pinnacle of that just stagnant corruption of the Jedi. Because when uh, Qui-Gon appears to him, Yoda didn't know the, the disappearing comeback as a Force Spirit trick, and he learns it from Qui-Gon. Right. And he's all like, wow, you know, teach me. And if you notice in uh, 5 and 6, Yoda approaches Luke. Nothing like he approaches any other student in the in the prequel movies. think his teaching style is totally different. Because he
8: had fallen by that point. He had a great fall, and with that kind of thing comes humility. Yeah. And he, he realized, you know, I, I think he had 20 years, basically, to look and re-examine what happened? You know, I went from living in this cool, you know, mushroom building to now I'm <laughs> living in the swamp, and what? how did I get here? Well, he's also
6: just teaching one person instead of right. a whole classroom, so he could really focus on Luke's psyche and work yeah. it in that direction.
14: But in episode three, I think the only true statement that Palpatine makes, like the only full truthful statement he makes is in the end... When he talks to Yoda, he says, "Your arrogance blinds you." I think it's the only time he's not really lying. He's not. He, I think he's dead on, on right. to mm-hmm. Yoda. It's like, "Yeah, you were you were so arrogant. It's easy to undermine the entire." Because that was what the Clone was. was just, "We're going to have these conflict, conflicts. So I'm going to take your numbers from tens of thousands to hundreds, and then I'm going to wh- you out like it's a joke." That was it. That was the entire
3: Hello, I'm rocking in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. you voted for it. <laughs> it wasn't joke. It wasn't
6: joke. By the end of yeah. episode three, he was laughing, laughing, <laughs> laughing. He was Yeah. He'd, he'd waited all those years for that particular moment when he could chuck those things at Yoda. He was having a riot. Is <laughs> certain the white? Yeah. just add to what he said, because I totally agree with that. I mean, Yoda's had 800 years of making
7: this stagnant Jedi. It made that the mobilization. So make point of mobilization at the same time, the, the force is just totally out of whack now because the bad side is just gaining an immense amount of power secretly, and the good side is totally stagnant, taking babies away from families, total lack of emotion, mm-hmm. notion, and, and so it, it's just out of whack on a lot of levels. So, yeah, Anakin could be restoring balance by number
8: one, ultimately he destroys Palpatine, but even before that, kind of knocks Yoda off his pedestal. He has to start over, rethink things, and it's Oh, shoot,
7: Obi-Wan, we can't train these kids. We've got to have them have families first. That's a
11: good point. Yes, sir. One of my, you were talking about the uh, clone troopers developing (coughs) their personalities and potentially going rogue, but then you also have Yoda instilling personality into these clones. He was encouraging them. Yes, that's that's a good Uh, point. I found that odd that Yoda was... Teaching these clones to have an individual function when when they're cannon fodder, yeah, at Mm -hmm. the same time, yeah, yeah, it's kind of like we step in
3: front of me,
18: (laughs) sure.
5: To add on to that, I think that's one of the most frustrating things about about all the different series and the whole cartoons and stuff. It's kind of the inconsistency of the characters. Um, you know, I don't think Yoda would have done that at that time, you know, and that's this is one of the frustrating things that's really coming to life for me <coughs> lately. Yes, sir, Star Trek. Yeah, I just had the on the uh, you know, New Jedi versus the old Jedi. We got more like a, a bossy background because the New Jedi is almost like a Socratic one so it's, you know, inward-looking and really, you know, always questioning really, uh, really know, and, like, look to really you know they're so good at it. you know, the, the old Jedi is almost like the, the so-first one It's like, hey, we're right. Uh, no question No to and okay, that's it. Everything's work. They're
8: following a script. They have, a, they have yes. a set structure, whereas Luke is very much fly by the seat of your pants and okay. just learn it on the fly. I'm
7: going to take a couple more comments here, and then I'm going to introduce somebody here that's uh, kind of important that I would like to meet because I'm sure he's going to probably dislike me here in a minute, but I'm going to put him on the spot. So, Jess, uh, sir. Um what I said, Luke did create
11: this <laughs> brand new order. He has all these different beliefs and stuff he created he recreated the Jedi code and everything But you can tell that he still had like he completely thought that he was right on this because even after changing things and allowing people to marry, he obviously thought that marriage and love could up leave the dark side because he gave a speech to his son that a Jedi must walk absolutely on the path of the light and they can't compromise in doing so with this path of the dark side. But yet that's what he does. Or so that's what he did when he created the new Jedi order completely compromised rules
2: that, and that just worked partly on the order. You were in the religion of Yes. And Yes, ma'am,
13: you were next. Shit, um, what I was I about to say? I <laughs> do <laughs> Oh, um, I think a lot of that also, when it comes to balancing the Force between the old Jedi and the new Jedi, I think before... Uh, or like before, like Yoda rethought his thoughts. I think everyone thought it was supposed to be a physical balance of numbers. Yeah. And that's why when Luke comes along, it's more about the balance within yourself. Because yeah. when him and Anakin both perform at their best, it's when they're using just a little bit of the dark side and a little bit of the light side, and that's when they're at their best. And I think that's why Luke is so much more. What's the word I'm looking for? Significant, I guess. Yeah. In, yeah.
17: the, in the future. Yeah. And, yeah. and and uh, and, the, and that his descendant in the the cop trade paperbacks okay. yeah, uses the dark side to heal. And it's the, okay. the, the, sky, yeah. the Skywalker line. Yeah. The legacy. Yeah. The, legacy yeah. the yeah. Skywalker yeah. line all the way How down. Just show of hands. How is that? Do you guys it's like, it, like it, that? It, that's very very I've good. got a friend that's
8: really but trying to get me guys the The Skywalker <laughs> line oh uses
16: the dark side all the way down to the it of the show. That's what so, well,
7: um, let me do this real quick before he, and like I said, he may run out of the building. Hopefully he, somebody blocked the door. But we have one of the, the, the co-writers, I guess, for the Clone Wars in, in the room, and he wanted to hear what everybody's opinion of it was before we actually let him know that y'all were in the room because, you know, we don't usually talk about somebody to their face. So, you know, it's kind of neat yeah, to right, actually right, hear him yeah. to hear anything that y'all had to say that was bad. But uh, George Christick, if you don't mind, I was going to let you come up here and take over for a little bit.
12: Having you guys, um, uh, it's just great to hear that everybody cares so much to to you know ask these questions and either get angry or or uh, get passionate about it. So thank you. And um, just to to let you guys know, I'm as big a fan as you guys are. And and I'm sure you probably heard that about the crew. We're all fans. You know. So when we were given this our opportunity, we kind of just. Lost our minds and nerded out. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, you know. yeah. So, the same questions you guys have, we, we went through as well because we're all super nerds. And you know, I remember watching uh, the first film in the theater with my parents and going, <coughs> You know, Clone Wars, I bet that's awesome. I can't yeah. wait to see that. And then getting the chance to write some of those stories. Is, is, is
8: awesome. So, speak in my
12: language
3: right now. <laughs>
6: So yeah. Um, Well, I I think there's there's talking about the inconsistencies and lighting everything up, but when it comes down to the the pragmatic writing a good story and trying to make it best as as you can when it really comes down to it, it's um. Does it feel like Star Wars? And I definitely think that's the Clone Wars show. I, you know, it's like life. You're not going to have a wonderful life all the time, but every, you know, it, at least once in every show, there's one of those Star Wars moments, whether it's a visual moment or a line of dialogue between two people or an interaction, that you, you look at, I think, one visual one that I can remember is there were the sort of flying whale creatures that were flying yeah. through this beautiful orange cloud, and it looked like a, a you know, Hildebrandt painting, come to life, and... You know, they come out of the cloud and there's these giant things flying and I, when I see that on TV, it's just it brings me right back to being you know 11 years old again and we're, wow it's and it fe- it looks it feels it fits and that, that's great and that's what it. I look for that's what I look for in my star I don't need it to be I don't need that injection all the way through the movie but if I get one or two little hits of it every once in a while like that's that's enough for me that's the good stuff Right it's showing up in the Clone Wars. All the time, and awesome. consistently.
12: And, and it's you know it's our first season, so there's growing pains, and we make mistakes, and I'm sure you guys are aware of those. But uh, but it's just going to get better. You know, as with any TV show, you you figure things out. You know, get a good crew together, you figure out what designs work, what storylines work, and you go from there. Yeah. Any any questions that I probably can't answer? <laughs>
2: you know the the biggest controversy is is what is canon and what isn't canon so how do you guys handle that, that
12: that's that's point? a great question uh when we were brought on early uh, you know George told the team uh, what you guys write is canon don't worry about EU and you know if I approve what you guys have written that's canon uh, because we had you know we had a couple months when we we're reading all the comics and the books and the video games and we're like oh my god, it's too much, it's too much. How can you tell a good story, as you were saying? Mm -hmm. So he just, he cut right through it, and he'll say, and he said to us, I will let you know what Star Wars is and what it isn't. And and sometimes, you know, we were way off, and he'd say, that's not Star Wars, you can't do that. And we wouldn't know, because again, we have, everyone has their own idea of what Star Wars is, but there's only one guy who really knows what it is. Right.
13: Um, are you gonna take any of the comments that you've heard from us and take them
3: back? And be like, hey guys, yeah, it's just sort of <laughs> <laughs> a long episode. Well, <laughs> well, what's what's funny is
12: that all, all of the conversation you guys have had and you know and some of the arguments I've heard, we've we've already had this. We had those years and years ago. So we're with you, you know. But again, uh, we're open to have you know fathers and sons and families sitting down.
11: Oh, yeah, and, hey. and, and there I you got go. in the last year because of Cold War. So. Right on.
12: And we want to have we want to have that kind of communication on a story uh, level with uh, different different demographics. So it, it, it isn't your father's Star Wars, but hopefully your father can enjoy it as well. Uh, if you know who your father
3: is. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Um, I know that last year uh, Dave was pushing to have him Boston
13: season one. Um, I'm wondering if you guys have any more plans to in more expanded uh-huh. universe characters um, such as like um, like um, like there's been we discussed characters
12: from Jude Watson's books, or just anyone else from the expanded universe? That's a perfect example of a question I can't answer right <laughs> now.
6: <laughs> <laughs> can't or will Yeah, no, I'm sure the 501st is around the corner. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Lucas got microphones in here? I think a, a lot of people forget that they think of George Lucas as the director of Star Wars, but he's a dependent filmmaker. Yeah. He, he came out of, you know, the same school as Coppola. And
12: in um, Scorsese,
6: and they they were all peers. It was funny when we were last night. Turned on the TV, and uh, there was the end of American Graffiti, a very experimental film. THX 1138, very experimental film. And I think he still has that mindset. I think he's more maybe I don't want to say hippie, but in that time period, experimental mindset. And I think he's trying. He's got this pop phenomena, and with it, with, especially when you have kids, and when he. Ha- had had, he has kids you feel a responsibility to sort of maybe not go crazy with it but to keep it to keep it sort of in line and maybe a little more towards the pop culture but I think somewhere in there is is a a rogue independent filmmaker I mean he is the ultimate independent filmmaker he comes up with his own money and makes the movies he he wants The way he wants to do them, and he gets it done, and that's I, I, I really admire him for that, and I always try to remember that he's, um, you know, not like a Michael Bay or you know, he's not a blockbuster. I I make blockbuster movies. He's really has wants to innovate, and I I wish he would sort of go back sometime to a more low budget odd film sometime just to see how that would, I, I thought episode one was a very (laughs) innovatively, although awkwardly (laughs) edited and put together movie. It had a very strange, it had a flow and a way of playing out that was different than, and, and sort of two and three did at the same time different than a lot of other movies, especially big budget action movies and I kind of, I, I
1: appreciate that. So do we have a question from the panel? All right. So my question was about, you know, some of the things that we did discuss that you could maybe answer in terms of, uh, sort of like you know, the episode arcs or what um, in-universe characters that mm-hmm. we might see, like you know, like a Mundi or some of the other members of the Jedi Council that we haven't seen, like Shakti or people you know, that we that you know do exist, that for sure exist in our canon, yeah, may yeah. show up or
12: not. Um, again, if, if, if we're it, dipping you know, into second season, I, I really can't you know speak uh, on those uh, matters, but. If, if you've seen these characters, if you're familiar with them, uh, and especially if we mentioned them or you saw a shot of them in the first season, it's a, it's a good bet that you'll see them in second okay. season. Okay. For, George, real quick, yep. when you sit down to
4: start a story mm-hmm. to, to begin the writing process, how long does it take
12: you to, to you know to do it? What do you? It's well, well, for us, the the, the way the process works is. We get an idea from uh, from George or from the, the, the director or the, the head writer and then we, we beat it out. Usually they give us one page, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. You know, storm over Ryloth, they're going to have a space battle. Okay. Uh, and then you go through the process and you just keep building. You go from, you know, treatment to outline to script, to first draft, second draft. And usually uh, the writing process is about three months maximum. Um, and then it goes into animation. And usually the turnaround is from uh, script to screen, and animation is about nine months. But because this is CG, it takes a lot longer. That's, that's traditional 2D. So, uh, and then also, the way you know Lucas likes to work is he does a lot of writing in the editing room. And then we, we reanimate stuff sometimes. Sometimes we, we redo entire acts. So the, the writing kind of
7: continues on. But this is a, a very unique case. <laughs> Okay, last two questions. The gentleman in the black, I know you're... Right here, right here you, buddy. You?
11: Oh, yeah. um, I, I'm just wondering how you make the Clone Wars like, just the, the time frame that we're working with, like, mm-hmm. if keep, like, adding events actually makes sense in the actual time frame that
12: we're on Got you. Do you mean as in the, the chronology of the, the universe and what's it's happening? So if there's
11: yeah. just a wide enough time frame to include all these things and it actually makes sense include all these things in episode one.
12: Yeah, I, I think you know that may be going to that. Uh, what is it? Someone said it earlier, very poetically. Well, yeah, there it is. Yeah. the willing suspension of disbelief, where you go, I'm on this ride. I I kind of know that logic has to be set aside for yeah. certain things. And I think that's a perfect example of like I obviously will set there is it aside, nothing.
6: so there don't have to be you know three episodes of Clone Wars and that's it. And that's and it. we yeah, yeah, out of time. The Sorry, movie. no more yeah. story. I'll yeah. take the stories and forget about the oh, chronology thinking
8: up. Yeah. Uh, that's why yeah. M.A.S.H. lasted longer than the, the war yes. in Korea. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like right. two and a half times longer than the actual war, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes,
2: Last week. So As a writer, mm-hmm. is it going to the dark side if you called up, um, say, Robot Chicken and said, I want to put the
12: uh, right hand Oh, well, actually, I, I know those guys, so <laughs> it's not, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So I'm already dark yeah, side, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
16: Right. Any last comments from the panelists?
8: I don't know if you guys want to finish off with anything. I'd just like to ask one quick question. Sure. Do you have any, uh, anything to do or any inside, inside anything to uh, start tours 2.0? No, no, I do not, but I, I do
12: think that, uh, as with everything that's done at, at Lucasfilm, people are talking to other people, so there's an awareness. Everybody knows what's, what's happening with the, uh, with the other team. I really want to see
8: your work in particular incorporated into that right. experience. Oh, I me too. That would be awesome. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys.
6: Come back at 10 o'clock tonight, and Scott and I will be on the adult themes. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your smoking jackets. <laughs> oh, okay. thank you.
5: While attending a demonstration in radiology, student Peter Parker was bitten by a spider which had accidentally been exposed to radioactive rays. Through a miracle of science, Peter soon found that he had gained the arachnid's powers and had, in effect, become a human spider. Stan Lee presents Spider-Man,
11: Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can, spins a web, any size, thieves,
0: just like Look out, Here comes
5: the Welcome to Amazing Spider-Man Classics, where every month I and some friends will be discussing every book, every guest appearance, and every cameo we can find of our favorite website, the Amazing Spider-Man. Are you tired of arguing over whether Ben Reilly should have taken over the webs? Do you grow weary of the brand new day with all of its controversy? Then return with us to the early days. Return with us to the classics. Amazing Spider-Man Classics at AmazingSpiderMan.Libson.com Life is a great big Wherever there's a hang You'll find the Spider-Man
3: Good
19: evening, everybody. We're good to go. Uh, this is the adult themes in Star Wars panel, and we're gonna. We have no moderator. We have no format. We have no context, but we do have this audience full of perverts.
3: And the panel likewise.
19: So we're going to do the ancient tradition of introducing ourselves and then pretty much just, I think, throw open the uh, throw open the field to embarrassing questions. It is your
8: panel. You are the moderators. The inmates are in charge of the asylum tonight.
3: That's right. <laughs> there out there?
17: Is there anyone in the
8: room under the age of 18 and easily impressionable or
3: offended? I'm easily impressionable. But not an not If you're easily impressionable,
18: please come up to the front. We want to impress upon you as much as you
3: We are ready
19: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, to corrupt you now. I will try that. Shall we start this, the way, point, Dave, that is Go ahead.
16: Okay.
19: Uh, my name is Aaron Alston. I'm a novelist. I'm uh, writing. I'm currently writing in the Star Wars Fate of the Jedi series, and uh, working on my 11th book in, in for Star Wars, and. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Sean Rosado. Uh, I'm just a fan, pretty much like you guys,
18: uh, except I got the reputation as the ewoc people guy, if anybody knows that story.
1: Awesome.
6: I'm Chris Honeywell. I'm the co-host of Two True Freaks, a, a podcast where we talk about Star Wars and talk until our eyes bleed,
8: your ears bleed. <laughs> I just needed a drunk guy. No, I'm his co-host. My name is Scott Gardner. I'm the co-host of Two True Freaks podcast as well.
19: Okay, well that's our panel. Thanks for coming. Woo!
6: Barry White was supposed to be on this panel and I'm very disappointed that he didn't show up. We really needed that element.
19: So anyway, y'all are pretty much going to find this uh, discussion. Oh, a course, so why don't we just take questions question and see right how we can duck here. them.
16: Got one right over here in the is it, is it Barry White. <laughs> <laughs> no.
18: Okay, we were trying to think of stuff, but where is LGBT in Star Wars?
3: Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <you again>. yeah. <laughs> help me. Help me. Help me.
2: Who
19: wants to tackle first? Well, so uh, to speak, I'll, 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 give you, I'll give you my impression of the answer, and uh, that's not—it's not an official Del Rey or Bantam or Lucasfilm answer. But uh, we have to remember that uh, that the uh, companies who put out Star Wars and all its various manifestations are trying to keep it accessible to kids, mm-hmm. and so this kind of limits the themes that they want to explore. Sometimes, also uh, for those of us who, um, who 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 write in the universe, you know, I'm about as uh, as gay-friendly as a clueless straight can be. But I'm also steeped very heavily in the pulp magazines and the uh, Republic serials that were one of the constituent um, uh, inspirations for Star Wars. And when you you put yourself in that mindset to recapture that flavor, um, you actually kind of plunge yourself into an innocent sexuality, and uh, pretty much a homogenized American white sexuality. And it doesn't necessarily even occur to me to explore other themes while I'm working on uh, a straightforward Star Wars book. So, so to speak. that's not straightforward, right. not straight. Oh. <laughs> so um, so it's, it's, that's, that's not really an, an innovation, but, but, a, but a, a, an admission to a limitation on my part as a writer, I think. Right. I mean, as a
18: fan point of view, I've always looked at Star Wars as kind of being something that, especially if you're just looking at the movies, there was really no time to go into people's sexuality unless it directly contributed to the theme narrative. You only really see, like, a handful of straight people. You know, Han and Leia are at least somewhat straight. You know, they might be bi, they might do stuff, they might swing, but, you know, we're, we're, right. uh, but for the no, most
3: it's
18: part... it's that they they we, swing. Right, but she we know that have they're have straight for most but, you know, the most
3: part. We'll come back. Across <laughs> the chasm, beyond the yawning chasm.
18: Yeah, you know that uh, Bubba Fett is at least somewhat interested in women because of his little scene with the uh, one slave girl in Jabba's palace, and we were assuming that Jabba's straight. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't that be yeah, technically yeah. bestiality on right. Jabba's part? Right. You know? some kind of weird thing, but I mean, yeah, I in have general... That but in general, it doesn't come out um, all that often, you know, about sexuality. So now, speak. I would So say, to speak. Right. In the EU, I would say that you could probably get into it a little bit more if it was crucial to the narrative.
19: And appropriately, um, Karen Travis did, to a certain extent, in one of her books. Yeah. She yeah. established that some of her Mandalorian characters were a, were a gay couple. Right.
18: But there is actually one gay that I would love to talk about for a second, which is Zero the Hutt. That nah, I was just going to get to he, he may technically or she may technically not have gender, but dude, you're not that flaming without being flaming. And that is like the most awesome thing to ever happen in Star Wars for the longest time. Purple wears a feather boa. Talks in like the most awesome Southern parties. Just, yeah. hello? Oh my god. I want like a zero hour like every week. Just him taking questions for people. Go ahead, ask me whatever you want. And I will watch that show all the time.
10: <laughs> well, you know, the fire of the zero, but my partner actually got immortalized as, first, uh, as the first gay action figure. See? Cool. <laughs> awesome. Another question? Right here. Okay, I can understand you.
6: Kid, friendly,
8: getting the of the You've got Slave Leia hooked up to Donald with a little and going on there. Um, sure.
18: Yeah, it, it's out there blatantly. Yeah, I don't think anybody's saying that there's not sexuality in Star Wars. They're just trying not to say, okay, you're gay, you're straight. Because, I mean, think about it. If you're trying to do that, especially after 30 years of narrative, what you're doing if you're just saying, okay, we're going to make a gay Star Wars book now or a gay Star Wars episode, what you're doing is you're just trying to placate to that particular audience. And that would feel like something that's forced. You know, As a person who likes a lot of gay and, 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 and transgender and, and, and straight and bisexual material, I would rather see it happen naturally, something that falls into the, the narrative and makes sense for it to be there, rather than somebody say, hey, we've done you know, 47 episodes, we need a gay.
3: <laughs> and then
18: throw, and just shoehorn a game right. character in. I would rather see it happen naturally. Like, if you knew that all of a sudden, I don't know, Lando, yeah, he talks a big game, but, you know, behind the right. scenes, it's a dime a up, yeah, exactly. something
3: that you need to know about. Okay.
6: You know? Well, you know, he and Han Solo <laughs> had some sort of history. Right. You know? I mean, that's okay. Or was they falling out? Yes, that's <laughs> right. You know. I have to
19: point out, and to, to argue the other side of the coin for just a second, and it's not a side of the coin I'm on, really, but, um, as friendly as this crowd right here is to gay and lesbian themes, uh, I do get email from time to time from uh, Star Wars fans who say, Oh, for God's sake, please keep homosexuals out of Star Wars. Now, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy for their position, but the fact is there are a lot of them out there and they have that position. What do you do? Do we just ignore this whole, this whole branch of the, uh, of the audience? If it were up to me, I might say yes, but it's not. And I've always kind of taken the
18: point of view that there are gays in Star Wars and we know a lot of them, but we just never actually tap on the subject it's because it's, it's not They're Like Obi-Wan, I'm kind of on the fence on Obi-Wan. I think he might be a little gay. He's gay. And I'm totally okay with that because
3: Obi-Wan's
8: hot. <laughs> you
18: know? right? <laughs>
3: hey, I mean, I- I'm totally cool with that. Well,
8: this is, you know, it's different too. where this is a universe at war where there's a lot of times there's not the time to explore. That is much where, say, something like Star Trek, there's a lot of downtime. Oh, yeah. you know,
18: Something's not <laughs> yeah, right. happening. And,
8: you, know, you, you can, can talk it. about that. Yeah. yeah, it's one yeah. battle scene to the next. Right, exactly. Now, the last time I
19: went into uh, the Presidio for a story conference for the novels, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I walked in and uh, they had the conference table set up with people sitting around waiting for the conference to start. I said, I want to pitch a new series Tatooine Knights. When the suns go down, and there's nothing else to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I got a laugh there, but it didn't get bought. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen,
6: it's Mr. Barry White, host of Tattooing. <laughs> <laughs> Put the kids to bed and turn out the light. For some
3: reason, that sounds <laughs> like a Star Wars
6: version of Oz. Right? Another question? Uh, we have.
10: Yeah.
6: Oh, okay. I just
15: want to go back to. Um, you said that. It would be forced to like introduce a gay episode. Or well, depending gay, on how they gay. do it. Well, yeah, but the thing is, someone has to make the decision to have a straight relationship. True. To write a straight. So I don't see why it would be forced to happen to. Ha- I mean, obviously it depends how they. At the risk
8: yeah. of inviting vegetables to be thrown at me, I think that's kind of the default position, if you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> and just the the default in, that know, in general pop culture in general it's not so much, you said that they make a decision to go with the straight. I don't know that it's so they much a decision as that's what people
3: are it's not exactly. necessarily it's unconscious. It's yes, not necessarily
8: you. a decision, if
19: I, go, I can address that for a second, when I'm creating characters, um, I don't just look at them and say well this, this character is straight. I mean generally the characters are sort of uh, are sort of gender neutral because their roles don't demand an exploration of their being straight or gay. Right. Um, and so to create a gay character just deliberately, to have a gay character, I have to look at somebody who, unless they appeared in my head uh, in the creation process as gay, I would have to arbitrarily decide, this is a gay character, and this is a gay character, and we're going to hook them up, and we're going to explore this relationship just so we can, and that's what's
2: forced.
18: Right. I mean, and really, it has to be something natural, and the worst thing you can ever do is to try to write something and say, okay, I'm going to try to make it feel like it's a gay story. You go, like, okay, I want to make them gay. If it happens naturally, like, okay, I'm telling this story, and these two people happen to fall in love, like Karen Travis did, with the whole republic commandos then okay that makes sense but if you're like we
15: know, gotta make yeah, the gay know.
18: episode the commandos that adds a whole new level of <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Yeah. you know all of a sudden that dancing around kinda all oiled up spartan style you're like wait a yeah.
3: minute
6: yeah. <laughs> you're like where's that movie <laughs> well you know star trek is a, was a sort of show that not to cross the streams or anything but that was a show the that, that was you know they would tackle social issues star wars not when they put a social issue and they just sort of maybe sneak a little reference in here and there, so it, I, I don't think they're thinking. Yeah, I don't think they're thinking about trying to be like, you know. There's been little references to say the Gulf War and and stuff like that, but it's just sort of stuck in in the side, maybe a line or two here. No, no
15: but I'm just saying that um, a lot of the street relationships that come in, I mean, a lot of them are just natural and that's that's fine. But some of them do seem like someone's arbitrarily decided. Oh, I I want. This character needs to use this character, and they write it. Can't get me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I mean,
6: well, they needed babies in that part, right, so you yeah, know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, if they wanted yeah, to get into the whole yeah. test tube or in vitro like right. that. I mean, I it,
3: think it, 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 obviously it. depends who's writing it, and
15: a lot of the people that are writing Star Wars are, no offense, they're all straight white males.
12: Right.
6: Right. Um, well, that's yeah. It's possible yeah.
15: that it was a female who wrote, who's written the only canon like gay character.
19: Yeah, but there are plenty of female writers in the universe who haven't, so it's not like it's a, a universal thing. There
15: haven't been for a while, though. The like, New
19: Jedi Order was, what, two female writers? Well, uh, Elaine then... Cunningham was contracted to do a novel oh, recently, but, yeah. but he, yeah. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Yeah. fell
11: yeah. through. We have had <laughs> of complaints yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your
8: arm's got to be getting tired, dude. Yeah.
2: I don't Sorry. know, are You know,
8: you are reading, uh, I'm right now I'm reading Order 66, and I think that's a fairly adult <laughs> adult
18: book. I mean, I think they cover the gamut, but I think in general, I mean, they try to make it like a PG-13 audience. Just in, in again, general, yeah,
6: yeah, just so everybody can. It's, it's, and they know, you know, kids are going to want to watch Star Wars, okay. any kind of Star Wars they get. And that's the weird thing about our society, too. It's like, let's keep that away from the kids. Really. Really? I mean, I mean, if it's adult in
8: what it's, context, We, we I just look at a lot of
2: books stuff looks I've read more of a kid or something who really like a middle school style of writing instead. Of, well, dumbed you down, you mean, or just like down safe? Down. Both. Oh,
8: I would I say guess. safe, but I'd argue the dumb down. I, I don't know. I think there's some meat in there. I, I can't see a kid reading, like, Order 66, because it's chock full of a lot of a lot of issues and a lot of meat. I, I, at least I'm finding it that way, because anyway. Chock full you know, of this a lot of meat. meat. Of meat. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this is
18: really like trying to say, okay, why is this fish this color, and why is this fish that color? You try to bring their own thing to the Star Wars universe, right. and unless somebody lays out a mandate, make a gay book, make a gay episode, you're probably not going to see it unless somebody has the an idea while they're writing and says, hey, maybe we should introduce a little sexuality. But again, I go back to the main topic, which is that Star Wars does not focus on sexuality. It focuses on this epic conflict between good and evil. And sexuality, while very interesting and fleshing out characters, is not crucial to what they're trying to convey. You want to see stuff blow up. You want to see cool lightsaber fights. You want to see awesome shifts. You don't want to see two penises. Yeah. But them, uh, I'm sorry, that's that's really you don't want to see people. Although ones. in some I of the, the aliens you may have started. I think she very specifically wants to them. Them. <laughs> <don't have them. laughs> <don't> <laughs> But in general they don't want to go into the refresher with them. No no no, nobody go into the refresher. They had that's the when they refresh. Right. Well there's the refresher. But the sad thing
19: the sad thing about this whole situation is I get the occasional email from a gay or lesbian uh, fan who says, Well, we need heroes too. That we can identify with, absolutely. And so far, they're not getting them, and perhaps someday they will. But at the moment, I don't think there is a preponderance of, um, of or a push for that. In the stores, universe. I think
6: society has to sort of push forward. When yeah. society pushes forward, then it's working we, naturally. We're we a messed up culture
19: where yeah. violence yeah. is really. okay and sex is not. Right. Not to
18: mention the fact that even if you say sex is okay, so many people in this country are so anti gay, ooh, the gay's going to get you if it's more
19: prominent
8: <laughs> in culture. <Yeah. laughs> I have a question that is not gay or lesbian related. Yeah. Well There we go. Well, mine is just going the, just going the opposite way, obviously. I'm
5: at this panel, and I let my kids watch Star Wars, and they're they're basically seven and five. But my seven-year-old comes up and says, you know, I mean, one, doesn't like the kissing scenes, but the reason right. they like it, they're both boys, is because it's violent. Right, yeah. exactly. So I didn't tell them that. They came up with that. Yeah. You know, versus other things to choose. I mean, so, you know, the whole, I mean, they're selling, they're selling violence, too, in one sense. Right, you know, absolutely they are.
18: Yeah, and I mean, and that's unfortunately what young males who are kind of hitting that puberty age usually go for. I mean, I know I did as a kid. You know, my parents were smart enough to say, look, just because you like to see things blow up, that's not life. That's big shit. Yeah, and I was thirty and I still do. Something blows up and go. Oo-o-o-o-o. You know that's like
3: that's
8: Star Wars is feeling right. that. But on mix, the flip that's... side of that,
18: I get in touch with my inner gay and I watch lots of stuff that, you know, most guys are like, oh I've never watched that. I'm like, ooh, chocolate song. And, <laughs> and I
8: get
18: really happy about it, you know? And, and that's fine. And I'm okay with that. You know, so I think it's about how you're raised and how it, it, it shows you and until more people are okay with letting uh, individuals discover their own sexuality, bar whatever your culture or or your family say. It'll be a difficult thing to get into mainstream media. Now, you'll get some people like Joss Whedon. That man throws gays and everything. And I love watching his stuff, because they always seem like flesh-top characters. Yeah. And that's what you want. You want flesh-top characters who naturally evolve that way. You just don't want them to be shoehorned than. And this guy's had his hand up for a while.
10: Yeah, um, so the, I, I'm supposing that uh, one, of the, one of the big uh, problems, is, especially in, in novelizations, is, uh, is trying to address the spectrum now that we have... Multiple generations who are who are fans of the genre. Yeah. Uh, you have to deal with both the young adults, uh, uh, the uh, uh, young adult demographic, as well as those who are actually, uh, uh, who are actually college age versus older. Uh, and right. uh, And that see, that probably does complicate things a little bit. It's a tightrope act. It really is.
18: Maybe they should come out with just a pure adult sure. one.
10: Not only well, that's slash the, fiction. <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> well, there, there's a problem
19: though with coming out with a pure adult line. I mean, um, there are people out there who are simply too unobservant for that to work. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many people I've met who uh, who took their kids to uh, to Ralph Wachito movies in the '70s because they were cartoons. Yeah. yeah, we'll pay. <laughs> I people will be buying the adult, the super adult Star Wars books for their kids because it's Star Wars, yeah. right?
3: And that is
18: something that you have to deal with is that Star Wars has been into kids for the last 30 years. And if you start to,
19: yeah, yeah. Split it's it the back's it's it's
6: been, been, you back there, you've had your head up for a while. It's or
19: bad for you. <laughs> Good I arm muscles. Twilight's are sexless. So why haven't we seen a uh,
16: 12 Twilight bundle of one of each color? I have
6: mean, seen quite a few things about I mean, I've seen some fan art on the internets.
18: <laughs> I'm assuming when you say a bundle, you <laughs> will basically like 12, uh, 3 and 3 quarters, all with little bikinis on? Is yeah. what you kind of feeling? or talking
3: about in the stories.
18: Um, oh, in the stories in general. Or, you know, well, I mean, you've got, you got Isla Sakura running around half naked all the time <laughs> in, the scholar, <laughs> in the Jedi Order. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she walks around the temple and she's half naked, and nobody like that's an eye. everybody else is in like fifteen layers of cloth. And there's this chick with like four spaghetti straps across her breast and like you know a little thong, and her hairs, uh, her hair, her head, her, her tail, uh, her um, leku are tied up, and that's it. And, oh. Um, I suppose.
10: Sure. sure,
18: why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Different culture, different
10: standards.
18: Right. Different culture, different standards.
10: Um, dude. What we also have to remember is that Star Wars, the Star Wars universe is multi-generational. Mm-hmm. So 90% of the relationships that are developed are to create
5: the next generation, or to create the angst that allows the relationship that creates the next generation.
18: So only so straights we, can have the next generation, no gays can well, adopt? It's, that
6: it's easier to write that for straights than it is. Well, I'm
18: just, I'm just taking double
6: on that one. I mean, I'm <laughs> I'd, I'd like to change the subject to the hottest, hottest Star Wars of all, which is the Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, me, Arthur. <laughs> Woo, we're, uh, we're not even talking me, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Chewie's wife, Mala, oh, nice. in the kitchen completely naked, only wearing an apron.
3: That's hot. <laughs>
6: and Grandpa Itchy watching, watching Bad Starship. Someone uh, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
6: was a dirty old Wookiee. That was pretty edgy for uh. So you want some Wookiee, Wookiee, Wookie, you Exactly, exactly, yes. I'm saying, naked in an apron, I like it. That's Wookie how Wookiee's roll, man. That's, you know, that's... <laughs>
10: If you manage to see the version that was aired here, I actually brought that DVD in, oh. and there are more copies of that available. It uh, was from somebody in, who works in a uh, Des Moines TV station, Ooh. who found it on an old U-matic tape just sitting in the back of the storage room. Oh, my. And, like uh, dust that off gold.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting to see that one in high quality. It's, yeah, <laughs> like the 15th generation bootleg, where it's like the color keeps going in yeah.
18: and
10: yeah. out. Like, I almost see a Wookiee nipple. Is it? Is it? Is <laughs> it? <laughs> Tests, the data, right. They're stored, stored, stored on one of those old Betamax. Uh, well, uh, U-matic. Correct. Okay, right. Free data, uh, 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 But uh, extra copies are available, so, so cool. You can, you, you can come and ask me, and let me know. That's hot. Maybe with two T's. Yeah, the
19: uh, holiday special does bring new meaning to the phrase self-abuse. Yes, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question is going back to keeping things PG-13 for the kiddies. Um, well. Uh, Then what happens when you get books like The Dark Nest with Troy Denning, where you've got a drug sex cult run by bugs?
18: (laughs) We call that
3: primetime TV. Yeah, exactly. It gives us like
9: 20 new words, an alternate way to say
2: fuck in Star Wars. Like yeah or no or is that not counted
18: as part of the? Do they expect kids
19: not to read that? You see, you're
18: talking all, right? to a guy who yeah.
5: wants
19: more of that. So yeah, I'm like, yay. Okay. Part of this, part of the, part of the situation here is that uh, is that writers inevitably push against the boundaries. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes they get caught and reined in, and sometimes not. When I was writing the Race Squadron novels in the uh, in, in the late 90s, I uh, I got I kept getting caught. You know, I'd have a steamier scene, and they'd say, no, these, these for children must, must not, and so the scene would be, would be trimmed back. Troy pushed the boundaries and got away with it, and that might be a sign that things are changing, and it might be just a sign that, that when people start thinking bug sex, they don't want to look too closely and you get away with more. Right. Yeah, right.
18: And be happy that George Lucas is based in San Francisco. <laughs> That's going to help out a lot in the long run, so, <laughs> you know.
16: I'd be interested to hear from somebody who was, uh, you know, around like 12, 13, 14, like a teenager when Return of the Jedi came out and got a chance to see it in the theaters. That's us. And, like what? It helped me with puberty. It did. Yeah. yeah did, that, did that? Sure. Turn
6: a Leia was an important part of my puberty. <laughs>
8: kept going back to the theater and back to the theater and back to the theater (laughs) thinking, damn it, I'm going to see underneath that thing eventually. There's There's that that one one shot, man. If I sit to the of the theater, eventually I'm going to (laughs) be able to see up that damn thing when she swings across. Yeah, I I was, uh, we were best friends in high
6: school and as soon as VCRs came out, we were just like, I know it's there. I know it's there. You guys
19: are children. Emma Peel
6: rules. That's true. Yeah, that cat's sweet from the Avengers,
18: man.
10: That's nice. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the Jedi is when everything started splitting apart, either you were following Leia, or you were following Han, or you were following Darth Vader, for a completely different
18: reason. Well, I mean, if you really want to get into just really weird imagery and Return of the Jedi, I mean, you know, you can say Leia had a very interesting thing, but like the ladies, I mean, you have those phallic tentacles coming out of the Sarlacc, I mean and they're grabbing people by the legs inching up towards oh, their thighs. Some, you're like, what a, the oh, hell is that? A,
6: there's some vagina dentata going on yeah.
18: there every time. The, the Sonic itself is just both at once saying, come get me. <laughs> Great, now I'm going to be known as a Starlight <laughs> the
8: Sarlacc
3: guy. The Sarlacc
8: eats people guy. Yeah. Yeah, the Sarlacc eats people.
3: Or maybe there's you know something have else a... that we just
8: don't want to know about. Guy. You look like you have a particularly perverted and twisted question. Yeah,
2: speaking of a Jedi nipple, all these re-releases of Star Wars... Was it intentional to leave Ula's nipple like, exposed in every one of those movies? Uh, ah!
5: <laughs> George, you just need to have fun too. I'm going to have
6: to go back over my DVD and you Okay, who
18: has the copy of the DVD here right now? We'll pop it in. <laughs> <We're laughs> I pray. <laughs>
3: <out. laughs>
18: It's there playing day. The whole breast pops out. Yeah, job, just yep. Dude, I watched this like last week. How'd I miss this? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. You've never seen that? Uh, Seriously,
8: she slips right out.
3: Well, see, that guy's
18: hands up. Yeah, we saw the
8: breast. Absolutely.
16: Absolutely. I'm a frame by frame
11: man. I know it. Um, no, we'll see. like, whenever I heard this and I naturally popped in Star Wars and
18: went frame by frame, so right? I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. Yeah. So on your edition, so it may not, it might just be that you're that lucky. Like, you got one of those copies. I, I did take another the new version. The special special, special, special edition wing
3: clean, only in Ohio. Interlaced, <laughs> not interlaced. the
10: <laughs> version. All right, okay. Yeah,
5: um, yeah I am just going to get on a theme because my favorite episode is going to do a frame by frame is when, uh, Padme runs off the gunship, um, you know, on the platform to go get Anakin after he's been basically taken apart by Count Dooku. There's a lot of bunga bungada kind of going on. <laughs> <laughs> and, after, and that white uniform doesn't appear that there's any... So when well, the, well, the way they, year, they form those,
8: those things are, like, right at the right spots. Things. The first time I watched that, I was like, what? What's going on with that? So, yeah, there's something. You guys, you that was yeah, that, that was one, one for, for Dad
5: right there. Anyone
10: see what I'm in seeing the publicity on that? Most photos, you can see it. Mm-hmm. That, in the Most of your photos, you can see it. But now in the movie, it Yeah, stupid island. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> does yeah.
18: erase it? Too <laughs> much technology, wrong power in the wrong hands.
13: I wanted to um, mention, like, um, also, like, um, when Han grabs Leia's uh, boot in Return of the Jedi, yes. and also I'm um, going, going back to um, the slave bikini. I think one of the
3: greatest tragedies of that movie was that Han was blind during. Yeah, um, like. <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> He's yeah, just um, see a bob. Do you like the outfit? Honey, it's a bob. I'm like, stuff? No, no, wait. So, my question is that, like, if she still has it, and it's still very... You know she does! ...at this point that he found in the universe, I mean, I'm just... this one just wondering,
13: it's something, you know, you gotta keep on, you know.
18: Okay, come on, let's be fair. Why do you he think... Like, it. they have twins, okay? Han was very excited that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she put it on, he was like, oh, mama. And that was it.
5: Leave it on. <laughs> Leave it on. Carrie, Carrie Fisher yeah. had a whole thing about how she had to get in shape because they were put her in that. I mean, I saw yeah. that mm-hmm. documentary. I mean, how mortified must she be? About that, she
8: had I've read somewhere, too, that she was like a total, complete bitch to the stuntman mm-hmm. that she had to deal with in that scene because of the outfit that right, she he wore. She was good. like a total fanboy, like, I'm so honored to be yes. here. And touched, you know, Carrie Fisher, and she was like, you know. Keep your distance and all this stuff. So it's yeah, there's something.
18: And isn't that a shame from like from the first Star Wars where like she said they should have the costume contest or the the contest every day for what uh, grip was going to take off the tape from her nipples. And then at the last, oh, get the fuck away
8: from me. So (laughs) so, no kids, right? Okay, I might curse. Sorry. She was nobody but you know Debbie Reynolds' daughter at that point. But imagine, I mean, from the first Star Wars, you're you're basically called a
18: chubby you know woman, and she wasn't chubby Mm -hmm. in the first Star Wars, and then in Return of the Jedi, she's got to get that bikini, and
6: they're like, okay, you got to slim down. It's like that. that woman there. By Return of the Jedi, I heard there was a lot of um well cocaine going on there and that's that's a weight
8: loss (laughs) plan.
3: (laughs) You guys are awesome, but
8: I'm a little disappointed in the fact that we're a half hour into this. No one has brought up incest. Thank you, sir. (laughs) I'm a firm believer that we've got some of that. Something happened, yeah. We didn't see it, we weren't privy to it, but but it happened. Yeah, Splinter was in the mind's eye, he was doing the old, yeah.
19: Yeah, So So Eric, you're doing that book, right, where they're
18: going to flashback to that scene?
19: Uh, I don't care if I'm doing it, I just hope I'm being paid for it. Okay, there you go.
18: (laughs) Coming soon, Aaron Olsen's scene from Luke and Leia.
19: You know, so much fanfic
18: is going to result from tonight.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I don't
18: know. I mean, the the incest thing, it's one of those, I, I just, I see that scene, I'm just like, wow. Um, especially considering it's in the same movie where he finds out, you know, more or less that. Uh, obviously, Lucas knew that that they were brother and sister because they mentioned there's another in, in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. So he had probably already figured that that they little bit out. Yeah, and they're just they're, they're necking a lot. And maybe I don't know. Maybe that's how Lucas swings. Maybe he likes the sisters. So they're I don't from
8: know. the planet Alabama.
18: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't
18: know. <laughs> That's one of those I just creatively edited out of my mind when I get to that scene. It's like eat
19: <laughs> Perhaps it's just homage to Robert Heinlein. Oh <laughs> um,
13: I think now we gotta talk about incest in the expanded universe and um, about Ben Skywalker's real father.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's where just, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm hewing to the
19: official position
8: on that one. <laughs> All
3: right. Yep.
8: Way back here.
3: Yeah. Nine. <laughs> oh. now, that's, that's a whole year, man. Mean, I don't know. I don't really know about real. you, but when I was eight, nothing. Nine,
18: boom.
3: <laughs> 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 I mean,
18: that, that, that personally. I know that's what he was.
6: But, he was a little kid, and he was already yeah. using the. Yeah. Line. Are you an angel? Right. <laughs> Come on. You know from oh, yes. <laughs> well, How old was, Are was 13? 14 14. 14, 14. 14.
5: 14.
6: Yeah. That's, no, that's the awesome. That very line, that very pickup line is what save the universe right. eventually. How sad is that that, that to the worst.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so keep
6: that in mind when you're out there tonight and there's a little drinking going on, you know, don't hold back on those nice bad line, pick pickup lines. You no, never know no, what it bad result is. I think that the
3: midi-chlorians
19: give you pick-up lines. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
10: They whisper them in your ear, yeah. He's back to the, <laughs> the M word. <laughs> the, the so sort of yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, you know, you've seen Sam Jackson in that outfit, don't tell me you didn't Fred, notice the balls. Frank Zappa's son,
6: Dweezil, um, I saw him on a talk show once, and he did the, the most... I'm, I'm sort of addressing what this guy just said. He did a gr- great impression of Yoda and Luke Skywalker having sex, and Yoda did <inaudible> Oh! Oh! Who's oh. uh, the force? Oh!
3: Really, really, really a Faster. Faster, <laughs> yeah. no, no try. I, I, that makes that scene where
18: he's on Luke's <laughs> back a completely different subject. Yeah, uh, gonna, yeah. just,
3: like he had to go clean off
18: the mayonnaise afterwards and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna go into that swamp. I'm gonna go into the swamp now and clean up. <laughs> you know.
18: Oh. It It really is cute because it's a puppet. Like, like I, I'm not even going to say the next line of my thought. <laughs> it's really
3: bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say... I, I, do, do you want me to say the next line? right? Does he calm phone?
8: I love like, it, it when like, the like... panel audience
6: is passing the
8: flask around. <laughs> <laughs> this,
6: this is a start of something good. I, I can,
3: I can oh. see no bad coming out of this. Oh, <laughs>
6: <laughs> Frank R's is a pervert Hey wait, I just remembered something C-3PO and R2-D2 The gay robots
18: yeah. Yeah. At least C-3PO yeah. And you know R2 has utility
3: on there somewhere right? Yeah,
6: exactly He's got everything else, right? The door opens
8: up Yeah, exactly <laughs> It even rotates, you know <laughs> and then there's, and then there's an oil spill I just wondered if that flap in the front of Vader's costume did the same thing, just kind of flopped open and some sort of Jack input thing came out of there but, See, I was worried I was going to be saying
18: too much <laughs> like,
3: I thought was going to, I thought
18: was going to go too far <laughs> Nah, no,
6: I think that's why it's a 10 o'clock one <laughs>
8: Menace, but
6: I'm sorry to hear that. Are you overcompensating for that?
8: No, no. i never noticed
16: any female Gungan. Are there? Or are they all asexual?
8: Jesus
6: Christ. That's, old that's old a good God. point.
16: <laughs> 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 we
6: mostly saw Gungan armies, I think. In yeah, it. So Who so would mate with them? <laughs> Who yeah, they don't show up in episode one, but they are in the animated series a little bit. Maybe their tails break off and grow into another
3: yeah. young gum. I didn't, didn't see any little kid gum gums either. You know,
6: like, you know, maybe they look exactly the same. I'm
18: sure
19: they're probably like hash from eggs or something. No, the, the little kids are called young gums. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's playing Alabama again. But wow. your kind
17: of. Well, when you live in a swamp, right? <laughs>
8: Alright, he's at least holding his hand up
3: this time.
10: Sorry. <laughs> right. um, uh, actually, Anthony Vangels uh, 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 did a, a nice little thing in the, uh, the uh, Behind the Magic, the, the uh, really thick uh, white volume, uh, talking about uh, Lucas' own uh, perspective on the whole thing. Um, he, when he was leaning up against his, uh, his resting board, of course, because in the, in, uh, in the C3PO suit, he just could not sit down. Um, and he was talking to Lucas about, uh, about why the cod piece was so huge. <laughs> and it's a flip top. And George's own response was that that was, his, that that was a way to introduce space eroticism into it. And, uh, and on top of that, he actually did direct uh, uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony Daniels to basically treat R2-D2 as uh, part of a bickering couple. <laughs> Well, there we go. Yeah. No. Question? Gay
18: droids. Next That's on zero the Midnight
8: Hour. Sick, <laughs> all
6: right. Um, question out there. I see somebody's coming late, and you're going to spur a whole lot of horny jokes. and. know. Okay, next question.
3: There's got to be a... Just Nothing? Not it doesn't have to be about sexuality. It can be about well, violence. It can actually be about adult theme. All right, man.
2: Yeah
8: that 2 is, in fact, male? He's Are asexual. Groups? Yeah, they're asexual. They're droids. He's they're asexual. not... He I asexual.
14: Mean,
6: they're all referred to as he, I believe. But yeah.
18: He does have a little man inside Girl. him, but at all
6: times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah
19: the voice was female. She was
3: a female voice. she looks
19: female.
18: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the designer of the whole, you know, 3 PO line was just, you know, kind of gay and wanted to inject a little gayness into it. And, I he gave it a female option if that put people off, I don't know.
8: I expected a question
6: like, you know, all the way in the back, the funny-looking guy in the back.
8: Now, since Anakin built Previo, does that
18: mean that he purposely designed the cake <laughs> <laughs> You're a nine-year-old child, there are not that many humans around, and damn it, you need something to play with when you're in puberty. Yes.
6: That <laughs> was his one toy, after all. <laughs> yeah. he, he never had a strong father figure, and, Oh, I'm a bad
18: bad man. r 2 d who did exist before C-3PO was built. Well, that doesn't mean that C-3PO was his first droid, I mean, you know.
10: <laughs> <Yeah. 84>
3: you know, our could have
18: been a slut, we don't know.
10: <laughs> After the memory wipes, who
18: knows? Yeah, I mean, he could have been going around to all the 3PO models, like, hey, come here. <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> the flip top, I mean, we don't know. I remember like, you and I sitting around as kids, and then we used to play these games asking each other <laughs> like weird games. questions, questions like that. <laughs> and and playing so the game of, you know, in Star Wars or whatever, franchise, or whatever, who would you do? And Star Wars came up, and I'm thinking, there's Leia, there's Aunt Peru. how the hell do you answer this question? You know I mean? Yeah, so that. Why are there series, so few options. women in Star Wars? I've never understood that. I mean, there's the chick that says, stand by, before they shoot the ion cannon. Who the hell else do you see?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, it might even
8: be, it almost sounds like a ship's computer, too, you know?
3: Monmouth, my, my yes, yeah. well, Monmouth is a pretty straight character, hair, yeah,
18: actually. I yeah. But you know, I kind of lean towards Monmouth being a little bit gay too.
8: I always thought she's that a little bit. Other, yeah, but, like, but when she's I not say that high. by the haircut is what I was going to say.
5: I won't She's I won't get a bit much, yes.
3: Yeah, sure. Not the... uh,
5: That's a good but one. Mondestics? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Yeah. Well, what's to say? I mean, there are drugs
19: and and, and gambling and
18: Star What else would you like to know? Give us a little bit more information, please. <laughs> Why
3: I mean, do <laughs> you have have You they have Litter sticks, there's friends, <laughs> Litter sticks, Litter sticks, Death sticks, And there's something
18: else too. It's like, yeah, spice, yeah, spice yeah. right? The so spice, spice. The slavery. How you do you shoot <laughs> like it out? It I mean obviously they got can. a
5: cantina It's one no, of, of the big things. Right. Where you had to so what We can We bro- can presume
3: that yeah. there are, uh, there are yeah, Lots of yes. different types of Yeah, what happens in Los Isles stays in Los Isles. You know, and I mean, As
18: far as gambling goes, I mean it's pretty clear That there's a lot of gambling going on. Obviously, Halloween is right with gambling And we know that that Han and, and Lando had the whole bit with the uh, Millennium Falcon, and that's not the only bit of gambling Lando's ever done, we know. So, I mean, it's fairly safe to say that gambling in some way is sanctioned, uh, obviously in the Empire's time,
19: and most likely in the Republic's time, too. And in the Expanded well, Universe, you have the whole Aaron Venture, yeah. yeah. giant
8: gambling casino
19: in the sky. Right. Uh, but that was done in the Marvel
8: series, as well. They had the Wheel, which actually helped finance the Empire, yeah. in, in that series, anyway. I don't know if that's considered canon, but there was basically that was part of the revenue to finance the fleet was that the Empire basically left that sector alone. Basically it was like the, uh, Las Vegas in space.
19: The comics trip and the Marvel comics are uh, the elements are considered canon if they're dragged into later stuff, but right. generally they're
8: they're not regarded otherwise. Well I think that's kind of half assing it myself. Right. Well think, yeah, you know, should have got well, off you know
19: off. We, we do drag stuff in. I mean Lumia me it was from the comic
8: books. Right. Right. I love that stuff. I mean I, I love that somebody's finally somebody like us that grew up on the stuff that loved it like you know, I've got a thing for Fenris. I think he's awesome. Um, nice to see him finally getting incorporated. So, right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: Look.
18: Um, I think the Jedi have concubines. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Yeah, you think
12: so <laughs> <all> that
2: <much. laughs> something I did a long time ago. There was somebody, and if they weren't supposed to have attachment. <laughs> Yeah,
6: I don't, yeah, I don't, see, I don't see a celibate Samuel L. Jackson yeah, in any
3: universe.
19: <laughs> <either of them. laughs>
17: there's, a, there's a little bit of a background history to this,
18: which is that a long time ago when Episode 1 came out, the Star Wars role playing game had just done that revised edition. I think actually it was Attack of the Clones, and I was playing with my friends, and they were all playing Jedi back like three, 4,000 years before Episode 1. And I came up with the idea that there has to be, like, a level on the Jedi Temple that's just all hot women. Because the Jedi can't and keep and wives, and men, and they can't keep wives. Anyone. They can't keep husbands. They can't keep whatever they consider their significant others. So they have to procreate somehow because they got to keep the line going. Now, I know that the standard line is they go out in the universe and find, you know, whoever's the next generation. But that wasn't always the case. The Jedi were kind of assholes way back in the day. They were really full of themselves. And yeah. I was like, what if, if you go far enough back, they actually were like, we need to keep women's on hand. Like, and so, like, if you did a good job of the day, oh, you meditated really well, go get your nut. (laughs) You know? And, like, if that particular chick got pregnant, then you have the next line. And so, of course, the very first thing happens is that they all get promoted from uh, Padawans to Knights, and they get a chance to go down to the level, and they all go, concubines! And ever since then, whenever like they come by, they have to yell at concubines. And, And, I mean, it makes sense to me that at some point they probably did have their own brothel going on.
3: Yeah, that's touching on
8: the Attachment
18: is what's for so, Getting some?
13: Cool. Right, I mean, they can't be
18: celibate. You do not do that much action and testosterone fighting and not yeah, go off every once in a while. Just. i some steam, yeah. Mm,
3: well, the classic, yeah. The classic difference yeah. is yeah. the celibate is not very interesting. Yeah, yeah the Keati oh, yeah. Monday comes
18: from the Syrians and they have a low birth rate, and so he was given special dispensation. Right. And how right. geeky am I that I can pull that right off the top of my head, right? I don't know what he's talking about when this touches a brother's heart. Right. I mean, dude, that's so bad.
8: The only Rider was married to a Jedi. She picked up his life for said, she now has Force powers and has a kid. Yeah, well,
3: I mean, yeah. nobody says that he is consistent yeah. by any means <laughs> <bojo. laughs> That's not it. <laughs> scuba- that, it's we love
9: it. no connection to the Force until Luke said, you're my sister. And then if you look further into the books that, you know, Kevin J. Anderson wrote, oh, God. <laughs> <"Luke's not right."> <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to say is um, what really aggravates me is the people that hold the Jedi up as some modest, Thank you, sir. I was coming to that eventually, yes.
8: Yes. This is something that came, I don't know, who here was in the uh, Clone Wars panel this morning?
16: Anybody?
8: One guy! Uh, oh, Clone woman. Woman. I didn't see her. Die woman. <laughs> guy, guy. Uh, this came up in that, I, a it was a fascinating topic, but we didn't want to get too far off from what was actually being covered there. This is the perfect panel for it, nope. I think. Is the fact that, uh, yeah, um, the Jedi are not as squeaky clean as. Right. And that's what I was trying to say. You know,
9: yep. I mean, um, Obi Wan and Obi Wan takes a look for a drink at the cantina, mm-hmm. and you know, um, Anakin and Obi Wan go to the bar, and they're comfortable there. Everybody sees the Jedi, and they're like, oh, it's a Jedi, no problem. It's not like a cop walks into a bar and everybody stops, because cops don't walk into a bar on duty. They don't walk in there on meatball. The, the Jedi are always on duty, so it, it looks like it's kind of a common thing. To
3: see them go into a KCF. You know, why would they have to have concubines at the temple? They could go to a bar on Coruscant and get it there. They may even get a group discount.
5: Okay. I should for- <laughs> I'll
8: give you one better, dude. I'll give you one better. I'm going to cut the chase on the, on the Jedi aren't so squeaky clean thing. Is that the Jedi ultimately are slave masters? The clones yeah. are yeah. the yeah. slaves yeah. of the Republic. Yeah. Right and the Republic is basically run, at least in the Clone Wars context, by the Jedi. I mean, they they report to the Jedi. Almost as if they are all. How the hell are they comfortable with this? Well, they're not, and they've said that a lot, especially in the
18: novels. They get real uncomfortable about controlling any of the the clones. They're like, we do not like this whole, we have control of the clones, and some of them talk to it really well. And they're like, yeah, clones, and those are the ones who went dark.
8: But because yeah.
18: a lot of the Jedi went dark during that time.
8: But what is that we matter? That the of, cartoon, though. We'll deal with this when the when the war is over. That's basically that like, was it. That it was, it was up? It,
18: yeah, it was totally messed up. I mean, the Jedi were never really that squeaky clean. I mean, those guys, they they always had this really weird mentality of okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. But let me let me start over. Um, because <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> I'd I, 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 I like, so yeah, like to go back to the Anakin thing for a second, which is that you have the idea that Anakin is supposed to be the chosen one, and he's being told by the Jedi, who are more or less these Buddhist monks, uh, who are like, don't attach yourself to ego, don't do any of this stuff, you know, you're supposed to be this person who has no attachments to things, you're supposed to have complete love for all the world. You're not unique, you're not special, you're part of the Force in all things, but you're special, you're going to save the universe, and you're that awesome. He has these two conflicting things going on in his head, and the Jedi never say, hey, wait a minute, maybe we're really screwing this kid up. They're like, go do it. Yeah, And you've got to work it out for yourself. I mean, so many Jedi fall to the wayside. You know, I can't, I can't believe what how many Jedi are fallen, they say, 21, that have actually left the order. Is it 21 or 12 or 13? 12? Well, 12, 21? Well, it's a low yeah, number. And I'm like, and yeah, 25,000 years, 25 guys have left the Jedi order. My ass. Yeah. Man. All right, a lot of people have defected. Now, they might have gone dark and been killed before. They technically left, but that's splitting hairs. Maybe uh, we're on the picture <laughs> off <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's they just cleanly walked away like I'm still cool. I'm not crazy dark and, and completely nuts, and I'm just leaving it but obviously Dooku doesn't fit into that category. I'm not dark. I'm goth.
3: Right. (laughs) You know, but I mean the
18: Jedi are not the squeaky clean people. They never really were. I I think they tried to be. I think their goal was to be as peaceful and calm and serene as really possible. There's an image
6: to project probably. I I had a friend who was a Buddhist and she went to Japan to take a tour of all the, the Buddhist temples there. Right. And she was getting hit upon insanely by you know, she says, you can't have sex, and they're like, well, technically we can't have sex in a vagina. But there's other... You know, Isn't that a great you know, little Yeah, exactly. Poor yeah. man. You, and
18: know God, and,
6: you know, it was a real, it was yeah. a real eye-opener for her.
18: But, I mean, that's because they're mortal. I mean, you can, obviously, they're not well, all human, does but does that bring
6: mortal. up, if you uh, think about that Jedi being Buddhist, Then,
11: <laughs> if you think, you know, the loophole of not eating up a vagina to do that? <laughs>
18: Pretty much the same as it means when they're
6: Buddhists. Well, it's just saying people will look for, people will, you know, that's, I, I I know a religious guy who will say frack all the all the time. Well, that's not against God. Well, at the same time, I don't think you're fooling God, because he knows what frack means. I know, frack, I know that when he's saying frack and, frack and you know, it's fuck, 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 and... It, it, okay, I got the technica, I've changed some letters, and are you okay, God? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You changed some letters. It's all right.
3: You know? But I, I, we're
18: we're going to go into Judeo-Christian real quick if we go down that line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, okay. Profanity is not against Christianity. what? Profanity is not against Christianity. Right. Well, the only real we'll, okay. Right. Okay. Actually, we uh, we had the conversation
18: saying Goddamn Ooh, lightning. No. Alright, but besides that, you're pretty much on the safe. You say shit and fuck, God don't care. They're words. They they have nothing to do with Him. They're shit and they're fucked. Now, the the standard Judeo Christian outset is don't curse, period, because one curse, it's like a gateway drug. (laughs) One curse word will lead to the next one. And sooner or later, you're going to say, is that not true? (laughs) <laughs> and, no, actually, I, I, I very, very uh, succinctly remember my parents telling me when I was young, don't use this, don't say that, um, because you sound ignorant. And I went out of my way to make sure that I could use fuck in the most eloquent way possible. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I would go with these really extravagant sentences at 12 years old, and fuck would be right in the
3: middle of <laughs> it. Yeah.
16: <laughs>
18: yeah, it's a comp. The linchpin that held it all together. Okay, uh, sir?
16: This is jumping back to the, the slavery thing. I, I. I was probably alone, maybe didn't look that deeply, but the episode that brought that out in the, the first season of The Clone Wars caught me by surprise when that clone was sabotaging everything and yeah. it turned out. That caught me by surprise because my impression that I got from uh, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith was it, you know, it, more from a background in the military where the Jedi are, are at the top as generals, not as, as uh, slave drivers or anything else, and that was solely done not because they were created first or they ordered the clones or anything like that, but because they had the superior skill. Uh, you know. And, well, they and, bought and them. The also, and, yeah. they paid for them. Yeah. 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 They
6: would You
16: know. Was, uh, yeah, I I, I I completely agree. I can't wait. I I yeah. hope that that's expanded upon in, in season. two. I have a feeling that's going to be touched on. I, I really do. I
8: hope it is. I'll be deeply disappointed
18: that that's not. I was not really excited when that
16: angle came out. I said, that's pretty cool. That.
18: Yeah, because you can't make over one million copies of the free same free. thing, and they're not going to be deviations. I mean, right. they're programmed to be more passive towards their commanders, but there's no way that all one point was it one point five, 1. 7 of well, them.
3: Don't get into that, right? Uh, however, we, like, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, that's um, yeah. yeah,
18: whichever book you're reading at the time. Uh, but however many there are, are all actually going to fit to that mold. They're going to be genetic. Throwbacks. Well, there's there's, there's,
8: there's also One planet, right? You, you
18: got the art troopers who are specifically told not to follow the orders because they have to think independently, and I mean you're going to have those weird anomalies. And I think it's completely fair for those anomalies to go, hey, wait a minute, I'm a slave. I have no rights. I'm going to die in 10 to 15 years. Well, that happens with all slaves. Somebody yeah. you know, somebody and Yeah, I out think this stuff too. That was probably, if not my favorite episode, the top three of my favorite episodes, because that was such a brilliant thing to do. And on the flip side of that, you have the Flo episode, where he's really not comfortable with any of his clones, and he's just trying to keep them all alive. Whereas other people are like, oh, yeah, throw the clones up. It's cool, let them die. And he's like, stay in the pod.
16: Yeah, I I think the great thing about it was I, I had a feeling that it was a clone the entire time, but I didn't know why. I couldn't figure out why a clone would do that sort of thing, and when they finally revealed it, I was like, this is something that we need to see more of. Right. Wendy?
9: Well, I think the thing is, they don't own the clones because they didn't pay for them.
8: Right.
9: You know, they are commanding them, and most of them are doing their best to keep them alive, but... In the end, they are okay. the servants of the Republic, and they've been told, these you're going to take out, and they're your soldiers. Right. And oh. so, I mean, the Jedi really are not the slave masters. That's Palpatine.
3: Well,
18: I mean, you know, he yeah, took all that yeah, chance of so the moral money, and that. he went and bought some clothes.
5: Well,
3: Duke, well
5: no, Duke or something. Duke went and ordered the clothes. Yeah, they bought some I big of where the money actually came from.
6: It, it was Siphon-Dyas. Siphon-Dyas. Siphon yeah. Was not well, No, no. They're probably insidious, like the maybe. Yeah, had to be a person who's that insidious. Yeah. When clones were ordered, when the community said they ordered the clones after
3: the Jedi thought he
8: was dead.
18: Right. Yeah. yeah, he ordered them about the time of Episode One, which is about the time Chancellor Valorum lost all of his money and felt all that crap for the political powers. So it stands to reason that Palpatine took all that money that he was able to siphon uh, out of Valorum's uh-huh. stuff and channel it into making the clones. Yeah. And again, if you don't read the books, you don't get
5: that. Yeah get the temple. Right. The Jedi temple. You end up paying
18: for it. Well, because it's very possible.
5: The Camdeans
6: said that the Jedi's were paying
18: for it. Right well again, that's no, just that's why what the they were that's,
12: told. that's what they yeah. were told.
18: Right. Do you think they really care where the credit funds came exactly. from? No, they just cut Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so you have uh,
3: Pelican You have are gonna Pelpatines who pay yeah. this Yeah. So if he knows that
5: a lot of them are going to be uncomfortable with these slaves.
18: It'll be a great way to corrupt a lot of them, yeah. Yeah. This
6: guy okay,
14: so here has had his hand was, up for a long time. Uh, so I also want to say that you know the Jedi weren't the ones that ordered the clones. It was, and they weren't the ones that controlled the clones. It was the Senate and eventually the, the Emperor. And if anything throws that into light, Order 66 should throw that into light. So the Jedi were really the ones controlling them. You're right, but it comes back. You're
8: absolutely right. I I agree. agree. We are now splitting hairs. Yeah, that's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put the the kibosh on that. I think it ultimately comes down, like I said before, you gotta shit or get off the pot. The Jedi are supposed to be the goddamn superheroes. Of the Republic and of the Star Wars universe, they're supposed to take the moral high ground in the situation. They're supposed to be the defenders of truth and justice, or whatever the fuck. So why aren't they doing something about slavery? And And they're just as flawed as everybody. Not only are they not doing anything about it, they're utilizing these slaves as tools to fight their goddamn war. And I think that that's something that needs to be addressed. Because they have to follow the orders of the Senate. Yeah, I Okay, but that's. Yeah, and again, that, we're getting the split answer So, who has a non slavery
3: question? Porn lady! Wow, there, okay, we
18: got porn. Uh, okay. Um, who, uh, porn lady? Porn lady,
3: porn lady okay. Um, <laughs> different topic. okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the Jedi used the force during sex? <laughs> <laughs>
18: Okay. Everybody, yes. everybody who used the force during sex,
8: raise yeah. your hand. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. To get sex. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
18: To have sex. Yeah. To yeah. then make them forget in case you didn't want them to find you later on.
3: There you go. Yeah. Okay. We are. Ask I'm sorry, no, 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 that's the
19: dork side of the force.
3: Right. <laughs> that is the dork side of the force. There's a
18: third the more elongated penis-shaped side of the force, and that's where that one comes
8: from. <laughs> is it the dark side? Is that what you asked? Yeah, yeah, I well,
3: think dark side
8: because they
3: get for their
6: own purposes. Yes, that might be. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> right, and let's be fair. Would it dark side most- if you used it for masturbation?
18: <laughs> wow, right? It feels like somebody completely different.
19: Yeah, the stranger. <laughs> in, uh, in 1999, I went to Las Vegas to attend the wedding of cardboard cutouts of Luke Skywalker and Marjorie Co- uh, Skywalker. Timothy you about said cock didn't you?
3: Marjorie, cock
19: you did. Timothy Zahn was there, and uh, at, the, at the wedding, the toast I gave to Luke Skywalker was, if it don't fit, don't force it. Oh, nice. oh, 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 oh. But I mean, yeah, I mean,
18: anything that you use the force for selfishly, you know, to, for a selfish gain, yes, is going to be a dark side.
6: Is masturbation self, I guess? If you is. say, hey, I'm
18: going to use the force to diddle while I diddle, and they say okay, then yes, that is Wait, the light side. Well if you,
6: what if you use the force to pleasure another person? That's, that's not a, selfish. Yes. That's not selfish. That's what we
18: call a giving partner. Exactly. like you're just adding a bunch of blue holes. Right. I mean, sh- dude, Star Wars all is a bunch of blue holes. The whole thing is loopholes, man. It's so like, series of loopholes connected by? Anakin, you know, how can I fit in a new story? Ooh, look, a loophole. That's all it is. Right here.
16: I
5: mean, Anakin uses the Force to entertain Padme at the table there with a the pair-cutting mm-hmm. healing thing to get sex. Or anything That's too. true. So I had a question to the panel. You guys kept explaining this to me. So you were talking about the Mandalorians, you know, being... Gay couples and stuff will go back there. Not all. not all. Django Fett You know, how come he's got a son uh, with no wife or anything? Is that? Yes. No. Well, I know his son's a clone, but why did he choose? I know that part. Why does he choose to have a clone son? Why not a wife? Well, because... Uh, he's uh, so, yeah, he, uh, he uh, a gay man. man. Yeah, he's a little narcissistic. You're a narcissist. He gets to
8: travel the galaxy and do all kinds of cool shit. If he gets married, man, yeah, he, he may be an, go go an go incestuous go pedophile, go for all we right. know.
3: Of
8: there was a yeah,
3: <laughs> discussion
10: on
18: why he's got a son. Well, I mean, let's just be completely fair. If you're talking about a guy who goes around the universe blowing stuff up, and, and eventually, you know is and is completely you know ego driven. Why wouldn't you want to make another copy of yourself, teach him everything Ooh. you know while he's like five? And then he becomes the ultimate like, version 2.0 of you until dies right. nice right. in then, the Sarlacc pit. The simple yeah. answer is, yeah. some guys yeah. just want sons.
3: And
18: yeah, I mean, you can even look so far and say, look, who do we know better? Do we know Django <laughs> Fett better, or do we know Boba Fett better? We know Boba Fett better because Boba Fett's the cooler one. He just took all what his daddy taught him and kept on making it cooler. But doesn't
10: that answer the question of, if I knew then, what I know now,
18: would you use the force on a lady? Yes.
10: <laughs>
3: in the back. Yes, you.
8: Yeah. yeah. Sweet. I mean, I think we're right up <laughs> to that point yet. Yeah, so awesome. I'm, I'm <laughs> so, so look forward to. I it. mean,
18: yeah, absolutely. Again, if you have the tools, why not? It's like if somebody had like a dildo and a cock ring and and it's sitting right there, and you're like, hey, that'd be kind of nice to use, and then
6: you don't use it. Well, it's like lo- using your Kundalini energy. Right. You know, you're you, using, know? you know, it's you're like Hendrix like, sex. Yeah, you're doing the, that, or you're doing like the Kegel yeah. exercise. So I'm not going to squeeze. Mm-hmm.
18: You know, if you if it's there and you have got it, use it. I mean, the, the Force is the ultimate Kegel
3: muscle. <laughs> right. Well, SM outfits, look
18: at Mara Jane. She's in the freaking Avengers outfit, too, right? Going back to Emma. Well, I
3: mean, that black leather corset.
18: Come yeah. on. Yeah, actually, I call that the hooker outfit. Because you, like, she's like, oh, no, Anakin, we can't. And what she's really saying is, yes, we can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, you don't wear... D- d- boom, and you,
3: yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, Mixed signals. <laughs> yes.
18: She, she was,
3: was convicted. Mara yeah. uh, 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 uh. Jane. <laughs> Thanks, see? Thank you. Right?
18: Oh, Marjane, where's that to bed? Are you not going to use the force on her? I don't
3: know. <laughs> Um uh,
18: okay. Well,
11: if, I don't know. Right here? Sure. Yeah. Right here. Um, I've
6: always kind of had the opinion
11: that the Sith must be like horny as hell. I don't know why, but uh, because of Darth was, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a point a race, but
3: I'm uh <laughs> horny little man.
18: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, mean, no, I would no,
10: actually no, think no, that, that the, Jedi the Jedi are probably a
18: little bit more horny because they're probably a little bit less uh, oblique about trying to use the Force to get their own sexual needs off. Yeah. And the Sith are probably like, bend over. <laughs>
3: and then you
10: just bend over because
18: you're like, yes.
3: Yeah. But the Sith, are, the Sith
19: are about self-gratification. They so absolutely, they may, they may even get more actual. Well, yeah, yeah. The
6: joining the dark side of the Force is about as pretty self-indulgent, I right. guess, as you're going to get. Yeah.
19: You know that t-shirt that says, join the dark side, we got cookies? No,
18: it should be, join the dark side, we get sex. <laughs> <laughs> we
3: got sex. Yeah,
6: we can,
18: we can do it with ourselves, people. We can do it two guys. We never even touch. It's awesome. You know?
3: We got this
19: Japanese got rubber guy. doll that we can. You ever heard of the Dutch Rudder? Way better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> have anybody seen the movie that I'm talking about knows oh, exactly. Yes. Yes, I have. Know. Oh, yeah. Dirty old man talking to a nine year old boy going, I'm going to watch your growth. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) You're so excited for you, (laughs) Annie.
10: <laughs> um, my hand. Sorry, when interject uh, backpedal a couple of topics, okay. uh, uh, one, one of the things that, uh, well, sidestepping the entire possible, you know, uh, bondage domination, S and M thing about the whole uh, master and apprentice concept, uh-huh. um, The the, uh, the the film canon is basically. Jedi are not allowed to love, are not allowed to have attachments, that doesn't mean that they aren't allowed to have meaningful overnight relationships. I think we've said that no more stars, <laughs> <times>. yes. I <laughs> think we're <I'm> absolutely on <laughs> that line. So we're all on that page.
6: One night stands are not above a Jedi. You know what I was just thinking, what could be more gay than the Imperial, the Imperial outfits, like on the Death Star, all the officers, they've got that Nazi sort right. of, you know, very... And that clam head guy. <laughs> What can you do with that?
3: I mean, you know, you get
18: real creative. And you know what I'm talking about, right? The Dark Star guy, right? He's like yes. Dark Star.
3: It's lame. Like, the
18: Death Star Gunner. I mean, that weird helmet, dude. You put a little vibrator inside yeah. that yeah. 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 thing. Yeah. You know, fetish you're yes. is the word. Yes. Fetish. Yes. Fetish. Yes. We could fetishize a helmet, sure.
10: And, and as far as the, uh, as far as the, the, the language thing goes, <laughs> as, far, as far as the language thing goes in the first uh, panel that uh, that Sansweed, Mattwood, and uh, and uh, 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 and Peter Mainu did, um, somebody actually did bring up the the fact that uh, the word damn was used in the Clone Wars, and uh, in, in the in the actual movie uh, the movie cut, and 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 everybody was kind of stumped, like. This is this really a serious question? Well, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that guy actually kind of really pissed me off. Like, well, really it's like, like okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, he was really, well, yeah, he was actually really upset about it. And it's a word that we
18: use all the time. I right? mean, yeah. it's just something that's in the common process. It's like in the very first episode of Battlestar Galactica, yeah. they say Jesus, <gasps> because obviously Jesus wasn't around 150,000 years in the past. They, the guy slipped. They, they didn't catch it in editing and it just got in.
10: Oh, where was just. A, uh, an adequate translation into English. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> it
18: was really polluted. Uh,
10: but the one thing that, that they didn't say that I thought was, would have been the perfect answer is, well, this is wartime. Interesting language happens during wartime. Lying. Interesting language, I like that. Interesting language yeah, yeah. happens
18: in wartime. That's a t-shirt right there, ladies and gentlemen.
8: They <laughs> <laughs> swear like fucking sailors. Yeah. <laughs> Way back here. Yeah,
14: uh, I resemble we'll that the thing, uh, well, I'll see you in hell. Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Is there a hell in of Star Wars Galaxy?
18: Like Clearly, if he's going to, so to see
3: somebody galaxy. Right, I mean, if you're going to see somebody in hell, I mean, he's selling Dana
6: Jones 4. He knows. <laughs> Doesn't Han Solo have about the most masturbatory name in yeah.
3: Star Wars? Uh, what you do,
6: I'm Han Solo every oh. night. <laughs>
10: <That's why they're laughs> Twice crazy. on Sunday. You are not modified in the porn version of the original. <laughs>
19: Okay, we're
10: out of time? Okay. Do I have a question? Oh, we can keep going. We
18: can keep
6: going. There's nobody stopping us. No, I don't know where to go. Anybody object to we keep going? I'll go over and lock the fucking door. Yeah, lock the door. Somebody get a keg
8: and some pizza, and we're good for the night. Off, everyone. I think it's time to sure, ramp not it not up. Not. <laughs> I think we need to go along the panel here. If you had to do an alien, go non-human. Glorious. What species would you do? Twilight oh Cow. <laughs> non oi.
6: Zero the Hut.
3: <laughs> we all
6: know it's Mala. I'm, you know, I'm from the old school, from the 70s. That's where I grew up with my father. Looking at my father's porns, so I like a little bit of hair, you know. Or maybe more than a little bit of hair, but, you know, it was just an apron, I don't know. Make it in an apron and just... Don't say B, Arthur, please. You started the question, so you better have the most interesting... Yes, that's why.
8: You know, there's there's a vast array of choices out there. You know, and I've, I've closely examined them all, and ultimately it came down to one that shocked me the most, which was that there are Tuscan Raider women. <laughs> Gotta get a peek under that shit. What is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
10: Must it must it, must it be non alien? Because you know. Must it be non alien? Well, that's so the most interesting thing to do in a Star Wars, 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 Wars panel, right? I know, yeah, the yeah. Reason, right. The reason I ask is because there is one. I mean, I am gay, but I don't know if it necessarily applies. But not. Okay.
3: Ooh,
10: you know what she said? Admiral Akbar.
3: It's a
18: trap. It's a trap. It's a
10: trap!
3: That would just be <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> oh, god.
6: Hey. Any other questions? Wow.
18: Good yeah. yeah. job. like Your questions. <laughs> Come on. Somebody has to meet the Mon Way back.
6: So what anyway, yeah. do you want? it
8: That's you. Yeah. I was just wondering of uh, <laughs> what wanted to do the Ula. Uh, or Leia? Either
18: one? Or just specifically Ula? Ula? so.
8: so you saw his tongue, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I mean, yeah. I think, yeah. think Jabba was one
18: of those
6: saying. I think he was one of those, you know, impotent people who he's getting it off one. on the humiliation aspect right of yeah. it, you know. I mean, the way I look at it is, dude, Salacious Crumb was laughing
18: way too much. You yeah. know, he was in there doing something. Like,
19: like, Jabba's like
18: directed. I'm
3: like,
19: oh, oh, oh touch a kitty. Oh, 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 you know, he's just
3: like sitting. And, 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 and yeah, and Laci's going, like, ah! you know. Bury the beak. Bury the beak. It was bad. It was bad. You <laughs> know,
18: uh, stroke the tentacle.
3: Uh, and just, mm, no,
18: I mean that.
10: No offense, women. Right? No offense to women, but you mentioned the tongue. Why would they want to leave?
18: Well, okay, look, just oh. because it's just wide and fat doesn't necessarily mean he knows what he's doing with it.
10: <laughs> Alright?
3: Oh, yeah, dude, they got
18: that kiwi like, jelly all over it, man, and she, like, like it's,
19: oh, no! You noticed, You want that on your nether region suit? No, you notice you that his name is not Jabba the Hot. Yeah.
6: He's <laughs> Jabba the Slot. I mean,
3: dude, you notice, know, like, all the women are like, uh, no, no, oh, it's sticky. <laughs>
18: And remember, that was like in the early 80s. They would, they, they weren't shaving yet either. So you're gonna get that in your hair. It's just bad. Just, just skip it totally. That tongue would just be nasty. And I gotta so look up something your Mary <laughs> situation. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
6: That's some sort of something about Mary's
18: situation. It is like, totally something about Mary. Ugh. Right, you Sam, go. Sam Wessel
16: from Attack of the Clones. Whatever your fancy was, just ask her. Yeah, ask Sam Wessel. it.
17: And it knew how to please a man.
16: Oh, a yeah. war woman. See, see where things go from there.
8: But once you had seen the the base model, you know her her, her true oh, form. Can you get over that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude,
18: it, 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 oh, yeah,
8: absolutely.
3: All right, no problem,
10: no problem. All
3: right,
18: I got a five second memory when it comes to hotness, and if, if there's hotness, <laughs> yeah. no problem whatsoever. Just put
10: the mask back down. That does not
18: matter. Put them. Don't even need to see the face. Just put the mask on. Keep the
10: mask on. <laughs> Keep it on. <laughs>
18: i not just so wrong. Another <laughs> you know you know My wife's like, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> 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 you know, kind,
3: of person,
9: um, kind of a personal opinion of the panel and the audience. With the release of The Old Republic coming out in the somewhat future,
3: do
9: you think they're going to address issues like slavery and drug use and alcohol abuse? or al- not abuse, but drug use and alcohol use. In an MMO that's playable by children, I mean, do you think
18: they're going to have that option out for the Force Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't so. it'll be there as much as it's in any MMO. I mean, if you play Fables 2, you can go and, like, you know, marry a woman and then, like, kill her in your wedding bed. I mean, you can do some really sadistic stuff in there, huh? Yeah, no, yeah, she's like, right by the way, I'm ah, I mean, no problem. And I mean, I was playing a chick, too, and it was fun. You know, like you get the guy to come up to the room, yeah, come on up, sweetie, ah, I mean, this is great. So I, I think you would have to have it in there at some point, because you're not only aiming at the kids, you're aiming at probably, you know, teenagers, adults, and the adults are probably going to want to screw around with that a little bit. Not get, there's probably not going to be a whole mini-game about it, but absolutely, I think there'll be, you know, some cutscenes that'll be like, okay, we gotta go to the refresher, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, stuff like
8: Plus that. Plus, you know, all that shit that you click past when you install the game is saying, you know, that you're agreeing to, you know, yeah. all the conditions of the game and that there's going to be whatever in there, so. But
18: let's be completely fair. When you see that trailer for, you know, Old Republic, are you thinking, I wonder if they're going to have sex and
6: drugs? No,
3: you're thinking lightsaber battle. I mean.
6: Well, lights, uh, we could get into lightsaber battles. Yeah, oh, lightsaber battles. Yeah, uh, that goes all
18: space balls on us, I see it as big as mine, the ball goes,
6: God damn, Mel
3: Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> <It's
11: good laughs> Mel Brooks. Um, right here, dude. I just I not you kind of wonder how, uh, how much the Wampa, you know, Luke was hanging upside down in a little cave, black guy, all you did was just see him knock him out.
18: Like, the Wampa's like a little bit of an S&M
3: guy,
11: right?
6: Like, smacking Luke around a little bit. Well, what about, <laughs> Han, what about Hans' Tauntaun line? You know, these things smell worse on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: then he put Luke inside. That's yeah, so on.
8: Tuck you right in here. <laughs> yeah. On the Wampa thing, though, one thing that's always bugged me about the Wampa thing, I've always had this... Well, yeah, many things. But one thing I've always envisioned in my head is a scene where... He's got Luke like precariously balanced on his back, somehow with Luke's feet in the air, and he's just standing there going, fucking ice, Jesus, you know, waiting for it to harden. How did he get Luke to hang from the ceiling? Well, we don't see, he's got like a hose back there, and he's so, just spraying him down. Uh, he's
6: got, he's got I a don't think, going on. It may not be ice, since <laughs> we're in the adult Thank you. It freezes five times faster than yes.
18: water,
8: ladies
5: and gentlemen.
8: Thank you and good night.
18: You have succeeded in
8: grossing out
5: the audience. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I a mean who sure, wishes
8: he wasn't here. <laughs> he wishes he wasn't here. All
3: right.
18: I don't know. He just brought up wampachism.
3: I, mean,
6: <laughs> I didn't see that in the program. <laughs> uh, Next year in the. <laughs>
3: Wompichism I'm going
6: to <laughs> that's a band name right there somebody somebody did that copyright I want a credit <laughs> mine mine actually it's his he, he, no,
3: no 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 no
18: I give that one freely to the Star Wars fan. You know take it, my children and go for it then use Wompichism everywhere
3: like,
18: like,
3: I just
6: said use Wompichism everywhere
3: it's like use it in
2: in the Star Wars universe and binds everything,
3: you know?
18: Oh, my God! Oh, well, wait, since we're talking Empire, that just totally brings up the scene where R2 and C-3PO are having the argument about trying to dry off all of Leia's clothes.
19: And he goes, oh, it's supposed to be
18: cold in there. No, don't turn off the heat, and everything gets all, everything gets hot and steamy, and then all of her clothes are moistened.
3: Yes. That's fucked up. (laughs) Dude, Charles Jokers was a pervert, man! It was like... (laughs)
18: Did, did we wear everybody out with questions? Anybody else?
3: Yeah. No, are, are we still yeah. stuck on Wombage-ism? We Process, Should we, like, tell a story? Oh, right. here we go. Yeah, nobody brought this up, and I wasn't sure what was We were waiting up. for you,
18: honey. I, yeah, everybody's like, no, <laughs> But there seems to be a sort of, I don't want to say underlying, because it's not really underlying. It's pretty obvious. The whole BDSM mm-hmm. the
17: domination submission thing, and the snowboard universe.
11: It's pretty random.
3: Um, well, oh, oh, oh okay. I'll buy that too. <laughs> I,
6: I, go, go, do an image search for Star Wars porn and You'll get some like, yeah, Gamorrean guards holding down land and it's it's very strange. It's people spend a lot. They're very yeah. nicely drawn. Somebody spent a lot of time and effort and thought on
3: that. So you got. to actually
18: Google that? Have
6: Google
3: that? Sir? Yes, I have. Did you bring the photos
6: with you? <laughs> you know, I didn't. I took. A, um, See we get to a really interesting topic and we don't have those check it just give me your email address, okay. whoever wants it, and I'll mail them off to you. I got a whole the I mean,
3: Yeah, but I mean the Good bondage thing, it really
18: is kinda weird that, you know, there's so much stuff. We got the slavery thing going on, obviously we're talking about the bondism uh, the the bondage is right next door to it. You know, okay, since we're not gonna have clones in this episode, let's put, you know, Carrie Fisher in a chain and have her get smacked around by Hud a little bit. And we're gonna beat the other one to the Sarlacc. I mean you know, George Lucas's universe is not very female friendly. Um, it's not really male friendly either, but it's really mean on the females. I mean, it is, yeah. Uh, so I absolutely think that you know, whether he meant to put it in there obliquely or not, I mean, it's in there subconsciously. George Lucas just has some funny kinks.
3: Yeah. Fairy tale with bondage. Fairy tales
6: have lots of the
18: bondage fairies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you
3: go. Fairy tales are not female.
18: Um, Rapunzel. Right. Yeah, Rapunzel
19: in that hair. Back to Wampaism. <laughs> of
3: course. After the, <laughs> the clones,
19: we had uh, Obi-Wan spinning up at in that uh, in that electronic device. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yes,
3: we did. They play nickels. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah.
18: Uh, oh wow. Attack of the Clones. That's some good stuff in it. See, I'm gonna go home and watch Star Wars with a whole new light now, man. It's gonna yeah. be awesome.
8: This is going to be great. You're going to be watching it the way i okay, always actually.
3: watched it. <laughs> sure. I'm way in the back the my world. world. <laughs> yeah.
18: Um,
8: well,
3: okay. So it's not open. Let's go ahead and go with you, sir. And the Batman.
16: Um, yeah. Now, it's, it's been talked about that some of the rebel pilots, before they were rebels, were smugglers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they still hooked up with their old smuggling buddies, which means... They were smuggling Spice, a.k.a. drugs, yeah. to, to finance the Rebel Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, I mean, these are supposed to be the good guys, and they're using drug money. Well, know, yeah, I mean,
8: that touches on Kevin Smith territory, I think. If anybody mm-hmm. sees clerks Learn who's the, talking yeah. about, you know, blowing up the Death Star, and, you know, that there's the probably... Union, more good yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I
6: mean, any side, I mean, war, whatever side you're on, it's, it's a pretty subjective thing, so, you know, I mean, you could any two sides fighting a war you can find something shady going on there's just no pure good I and
19: mean, we, we have That's a grand and glorious history of that ourselves with the cia oh yeah, we're yeah. Off. Oh, we're, we're doing planning. stuff
8: like that right now you well, know we're the good something guys. Something yeah, really yeah. guys this really goes into something that you and i talked about in an early star wars episode of the show was uh, you know there's this whole idea that i find a little bit absurd that here's a system corrupt though it may be the empire was a system that basically ran the galaxy right You know, you had the uh, elected leader you had an established system that was going on suddenly these guys sail in you know you got Luke and Han and Leia they blow up the Death Star and then over the course of time they establish themselves as the new leadership is there not somebody on some planet going somewhere somewhere going well, who the fuck are these guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are they I gonna like make, to make these the trains guys? run on time? Why did they? Yeah,
16: why did they get yeah. to the
8: take over? Well, Simply because I mean, they
16: blew the station. Yeah. up? that makes it's no it's sense. It's the Imperial to Remnant.
18: Uh, remnant, you know, the, all the Imperial worlds that decided not to join. You know, they just became the Remnant, and, and then they became the Empire, and then they became the Empire again. How
2: are you, you know? rebels if you already were in power and got kicked out? We were yeah, once they re-rebelled, yeah.
18: Yeah, they're trying to get together. The they were getting, like, 45, and they were <laughs> feeling old <all> across the... <laughs> the
3: government
16: then
18: yeah, I'm,
3: uh, <laughs> it, it really, I mean, it just depends on where you're looking at it
18: from.
10: <laughs>
16: the
18: yeah, kind of reality. yeah, it really, it's just, it's all spin. It's all spin. And we're getting away from the back of that we got a minute. So do we have enough time for one more question? Okay, we've got one more this question. Is, Make it a whoopee. Uh, you I mean, get a
8: bit. whopper. <laughs> Obviously, I'm tired. Right here in the white shirt, this dude had a question, your arm's going to kill you tomorrow. Did your question get addressed, sir?
3: Um,
9: yeah. yeah,
8: pretty much. Awesome. <laughs> it
9: was on the SNF topic. I, I have, have a question one. for
8: you all. Did you have a good time? Yeah. That's what I wanted to do.
16: Remember, the takeaway
18: message
8: is Wompagism. Yeah, the takeaway message is Wompagism. It's Zero Behind his you own hear, lifetime you show. You can hear Chris and I on the first Monday of every month on the Two True Freaks podcast talking Star Wars pretty much the same fucking way. Yeah. You can't find me anywhere, but if you look hard enough, you'll find me. So. And you can
18: find me on the yeah. net. you have a live channel? Yeah. yeah. Have I have Facebook. I don't
3: really
8: post anything. We don't Twitter either. We are technically challenged. All right,
6: that wraps it up for the Star Wars Adult Themes panel. We'll be back a month from today, um, the first Monday of September, with an all-new Star Wars Monthly Monday featuring myself and Scott Gardner in a very normal episode of Star Wars Monthly Monday.
0: So we'll see you then. Did you know... Be a show sponsor today. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S dot Libson, which is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can email 2 true freaks directly at 2 true freaks at gmail.com. You can find me, Scott Gardner, both on Twitter. And Facebook, my name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com slash league. We are also
6: members of the Comics
0: Podcast
6: Network. You can check it out at www.comicspodcasts.com,
0: where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. Thanks for listening. Join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks.
6: Freaks. Two True Freaks has been
12: brought to you today by DeManzo Core of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.